You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Oh, hey, you caught me in the middle of something. This is Joe Rio from the band Hidden in Plainview, and you're listening to We Podcast and We Know Things. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 139 of We Podcast and We Know Things. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me for the second week in a row, the best damn fillin' in the business, Chris Shriver. Yo, uh-huh. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we are here on, what is this, Thursday, June 13th, to bring you a recap of E3. We have a ton of stuff to talk about today. If you're new to the podcast, we are the single source for all of your nerdy news in gaming, TV, film, music, and all things pop culture. We're basically spreading the good word of nerd one episode at a time. Be sure to join the WePod squad by hitting that subscriber follow button on all of your podcast services like iTunes, CastBox, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, anywhere you get that audible goodness and while you're at it leave us that rating and review it's cheap it's easy it's free as a matter of fact it takes like two minutes it helps the show grow and shit we read them all on the air including this one our latest review the 32nd five-star review from i got this awesome five stars great podcast with two knowledgeable dudes who talk about comics movies and really everything pop culture well done i got this whoever you are i thank you you're a gentleman and a scholar, or a gentle lady and a scholar. Ooh. Appreciate that. You can go to WePodcastWeKnowThings.com for all things we podcast and we know things, including links to all of our social media, links to our store, and also a link to our Patreon. If you want to kick us a couple bucks every month, help the show out. We give you a sweet reward, whether it be a shout-out on the show, a monthly e-card with Sam and I's ugly mugs on it, whatever. Uh Whatever, I don't know, whatever we feel like doing that month, really. But we give you cool stuff for your money, so it goes to a good place. And actually, matter of fact, your patronage helps the show because we put all that money directly into not only our podcast feed hosting, but now that we've grown the We Pod Squad to three shows, it really helps because we got a lot of back-end stuff to cover down on. So thank you to that. Thank you to our partners, the Weeby Geeks Podcast Network. That is WeBeGeeksPC.com. So thanks to Mike over at the Weeby Geeks Network. And then Mike and Mike over at the ESO Network, ESOnetwork.com. There's a crying baby. Listen, these things happen. She's six months old now. We just we keep rolling. We don't stop. I usually turn the fridge off. Didn't do it. You might hear a phrase in the background tonight. It happens. Uh, No trivia tonight, but a huge, huge, huge show talking all things E3. But before we get to that, let's talk about a couple things in the movie space. Just three quick things. Then we're going to dive into E3. There was a trailer for Frozen 2. Chris, I was just watching Frozen 1 for the 900th time since my daughter was born. What did you think of the second trailer for Frozen 2? I'm glad um, that it expands a bit on what the story is. That first one was like really, really intense for it being a kid's movie, especially a Disney movie. That seems to be the theme. Yeah. Um, I mean, granted, this one seems a little more... I mean, it definitely seems like it has like a, a gravitas to it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, no, it, it looks cool. Um, I think I'm trying to figure out like if it's going to be the kind of thing where they're looking for her I have to assume so. I have to assume. And my wife has a theory that there's going to be other people out there with powers, but not ice powers, but other elemental yeah, powers. Yeah. And they kind of all meet up and the pa- the parents are like the head of like the whole thing. So this is like the Disney superhero cinematic universe? I can universe. see it. I can yeah. see it happening. But yeah. like I have two two things on this movie and then I'm done because I've seen this first one so many times to the point where I now can safely say Let It Go is like the fifth best song. 
on that in that movie. It's not even close to the top spot. What is the top spot? Um, our mental synchronization. Oh my god! And has no explanation. <laughs> That's the shit. I fucking love that line. Uh, but. There's two things. Number one for this one. This movie to me was made for the people that grew up with Frozen 1 are now six years older. Yeah. And are going to watch Frozen 2. So this one's for that original audience that's now six years older. Probably adolescent. Maybe early teenager. Uh, and that's who I think the audience is for. And then the parents. Uh, the issue with that is to usher in that whole new wave of younger children. The trailers didn't do much. But here's my thought. Kids don't watch trailers. No, not really. So I mean, the, the only shit? chance that they have is if they're going to see another kid's movie. Right. And the yeah. thing is, like, if I'm watching this, right, I'm 13 or above if I'm seeing this trailer because I'm on YouTube yep. or my parents told me about it or right. something like that. So that's why I think the trailers point in that direction and because the kids just don't care. The kids are going to see the movie regardless. This So, like, they got that money. Yeah. So now it's really about reeling those six – those kids that were whatever, seven, eight, nine, ten years old when they first saw it. Uh, now they're 14, 15, and do they want to go see maybe a slightly darker movie? Uh, and then secondly, what will be this movie's Let It Go? Like, I don't know if there's going to be a song that could be as a big of a cultural phenomenon as Let It Go, and if they do, they might try too hard. You know what would be crazy about this movie? I don't, they would never do this. Remix? No. What if they had no music at all? What Whoa. if they had no, That's like, ballsy. Yeah. Well, I mean, the first one has a shit ton of songs. They basically blow it all up front in the first 45, was these songs, and then the second half, there's like three, and it's heavy on story, so I can see... Your point there, because yeah. like the second half of this movie almost feels like a completely different half than the first one. Um, but I think we've spent too much time talking Frozen 2. <laughs> Let's talk about a little bit more mature of a film. We have the review for Toy Story 4. Shocked uh, at this. <laughs> at some of these. The Toy Story series has always been just as satisfying for adults as for kids. But this might be the first film that actually feels more relatable to the grown-ups, offering a surprisingly nuanced tale of coping with change and moving on after loss. While Toy Story 3 felt like the perfect ending for these characters, Toy Story 4 offers an unexpected epilogue that's just as meaningful as the films that came before it. It might not have been necessary, but somehow it still feels right. What's the score? I believe oh, you know Mr. Mr. Uh, Jim Vegeta gave it a 9.5 out of yeah, 10 on IGN.com. Why am I asking you? Yeah, I get, I'm get. i in their Slack, man. I see all that shit. God damn it. <laughs> Why would I even ask the dude who's in the last, IGN? I will Slack. say, last I looked, um, it had a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's that is true. Yeah, I saw an article on ComicBook.com about it being a hundred percent. So that's, I mean, listen, that's great. Uh, Did you expect this? No, I expected. I thought it was five be or terrible. six. Yeah, but like, good. I'm happy. Sure, for it because I don't want to. Rem- I don't. I didn't like three. I saw three once. I fell asleep during three. I haven't seen it since. Wow. I own it. I will watch it eventually when when she gets old enough to watch a non singing movie. So I guess in the next couple months. But like, I'm not in any rush to see yeah. four either. Now, when I when three came out, like I'm the same age as Andy, like in theory. Uh, so like okay. my senior year of high school, he was going to college. So mm. like I graduated high school, saw that movie, and lost it. <laughs> like in the theater, I was just a do, do you ball have, of tears. Do you have a buzz and a Woody? Like, is, uh, did I you used have to. that? I did of, growing up. Yeah, but... like you had that sentimental. Oh yeah, connection with a toy. Oh yeah, I was a uh, like if I look at pictures from when I was a young and. My whole bed and like wall was lined with stuffed animals, but I don't have any of them now, and yeah. I couldn't even tell you one um, that I like brought with me to when I moved or when I got older and like kept it. Now she has a bunch that we're giving our daughter, which obviously is paying it forward. But yeah, um, yeah, and plus our buddy for 
I don't remember what the reason was, but my buddy Ryan, shout out to Ryan Popejoy, um, bought Helena. If you remember when we were kids, Burger King had this really limited uh, set of Disney glasses that they would sell for like a buck or two. Yeah, with their yeah, meals. yeah. He bought us the entire collector set in box. Oh my god! Like perfect condition. They're right there. And like all these boxes standing up under our bar with alcohol, which is always a good time. But uh, <laughs> like we were like, holy shit, this is something we can give her from the 90s that's still relevant because she's a Disney girl. We got that through and through. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's Toy Story 4 in a nutshell. Also have the review for Men in Black International. Do you know this score too? I do. God damn it. I, did I tell you about my thing with this movie? No. They asked me to go to the premiere for this. Where at? Um, in New York City. Oh, okay. That's um, like with like Hemsworth was there and all them. Um and uh, I couldn't because I'm still on probation for work, my new job. Uh, so I was like, I don't have any vacation time. So I was like, I'll help with E3, though. That 90-day entry period. Yeah. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> the lack of tension pervades the entirety of International. It feels like Men in Black by numbers. A trudge from one set piece to the next, untidily glued together by weak gags and sharp suits. Never getting us to care about its characters or the world-changing stakes. In fact, like the first film's bug bad guy, it feels as though something unfamiliar is wearing Men in Black's skin. Except what's inside is somehow just really dull. That'd be a 4.0. IGN.com. IGN.com. 4.0 out of 10. <sighs> Which is fine because I think that's what we all expected. Yeah, nobody nobody thought that movie was going to be good. Like, can I ask you something yeah, outside sure. of Spider-Man? Yeah. What's the last good movie Sony's put out? Oh, Jesus. Sony fuck. Pictures. Like, they've become like the new legacy. Isn't uh, that the studio that did uh, Hellboy? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Or was it legendary? Legendary pictures. Legendary. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Um, God damn, Sony. Like I literally can't think of. They're there. I mean, we talk about it a lot. They're a trash bin. Yeah. Uh, and a dumpster fire. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I'm like going through my rolodex of movies I own that have Sony attached to it, and I yeah. can't think of a good one. Like I'm worried for the Uncharted movie for that reason. Are you kidding me? Yeah. yeah. I mean, like at least it's a familiar face in young Nathan Drake yeah. who's worked with Sony before yeah. so hopefully that tie somehow Tom Holland allows Sony not to fuck it up um it's just weird who's playing older Nathan Drake do we know yet they haven't said yet yeah. no god i wish he's the only Nathan one cast Fillion. at this point yeah i did you watch that Nathan Fillion fan of course oh my god it was god, so, it was so good. good it was, it was so, so good, good. <laughs> <laughs> why can't they just do that just do that a bunch of people made a better film than Sony did all right let's get to E3 we got a lot to cover. We're going to go over our predictions and questions from last week's episode, and then we're going to take a quick break for a, a Flopcast ESO Network promo. We're going to come back, and we're going to recap the conferences at a high level. So, big show. Lots of stuff to talk about. It's 7.51 at night. Let's freaking go. We got a bedtime. Talk about the themes of E3 2019, and I came up with three themes. Number one, games we've seen before. Yes. Number two, cinematic CG trailers over gameplay. Yes. And number three, we're definitely at the end of a console generation. 2020 will be lit. Question mark. <laughs> it is. It's It's weird being in a position where you rely so heavily on the third parties, which is something that we saw at the beginning of this console generation a yeah. lot. Um, you know, Sony. Especially for Microsoft. Yeah. Sony kind of blew their load year three four five with exclusives with exclusives yeah you hit uncharted four you hit horizon zero dawn you yeah hit whatever back to back to back and then you have got a detroit spider-man yeah, got a like, all that stuff that 2016 2016 2016 yeah. e3 was, E3 when they was incredible spider-man and god of war the yeah same thing. um 
like it's going to take a long time for us to get to that point. Yeah. Um, it's unfortunate that Microsoft, they've bought so many studios and that's all well and good. They're lucky that Obsidian was as far into Outlands as they were. Yeah. Um, Which it looks cool. The Outer Worlds. Or the Outer Worlds. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. The, sorry, and that up. looks cool. Um, but when I look at, when I look at all the games that Microsoft, and we'll get, like I said, we'll get to the press conferences later, but when I look at all the games Microsoft bought from a now first party perspective, I'm not excited. No. And, and the two that I am kind of innately excited about, Gears and Halo, were already cooking yep. and were announced last year. There's nothing they brought this year in terms of you can play this on Xbox and PC only, get hyped. There wasn't that for me. As much as I like The Outer Worlds, that game looks to me like a mix of uh, of Borderlands mixed with Fallout. And as much as that sounds cool, I'd rather just go play Borderlands. Yeah. Because guess what? We're getting that before we're getting The Outer Worlds. Yeah. So like... it's an awkward space to be in and i mean thankfully you know we'll get into it you know as we go but like thankfully we have nintendo where they're in the heart of their console generation at this point i love i love them being off cycle it gives us hope yeah and and their e3 direct gave us that hope that we so needed to save this e3 and the last 15 minutes of that direct saved e3 for a lot of people i think us included yeah Um, but sam did you hear that i didn't say good things about nintendo it's not just me (laughs) Uh, but he, like, he does not believe they won E3. Do I'll they ask you this. Won E3. I had a moment. It was probably Sunday night. It was no, it was Monday. It was after Ubisoft's conference where I, where I was waiting for Square to start. Yeah. And I went into the living room and I was like really lethargic and like Jess is like, what the hell's wrong with you? And I was like, <laughs> video game. I was like, I don't know if it's that I'm getting older or yeah. that like, you know, maybe it's just because I'm looking at all these games and like it's all well and good. But really, like how many of these am I actually going to play? Right. And like, are they really going to grab me? Mm-hmm. Um. And maybe my palate's just too, too finely tuned at this point. Sure, but that's part of it. I mean, did you have those moments of like, I I'm not like, what am I getting out of this E3? Like, uh, so I'm totally with you on the fact that like I ask myself now at 31 years old, going on 40, how many of these games realistically am I going to buy at 60? Right. Pop it on my console, download, install, and spend 20 hours in when I really can't anymore. Yeah. So I have to be pick and choosy. But what I love about games is the sheer spectacle of the fact that they're coming out and other people enjoy them. Yes. So like I think I'm at a point of my gaming life where I, I'm lucky if I complete a five games a year. I'm lucky to do that. But I love games journalism. I love going on Twitter and, and Instagram and seeing so, so many people hyped about it. I love YouTube. I love the Twitch space. So like... I think that's what gets me excited is the fact that we still live in a world where other people get the enjoyment out of it and I can sit back and enjoy the ride. And I listen, I buy a lot of games. I don't play a those lot games. Of games. My <laughs> backlog is I'm sure yours is too. Absolutely. Just stacked. Yeah. I could probably go gameless for three years and be fine. Yeah. My Steam library is probably four hundred deep yeah, at this point. Yeah. Like I, my Switch digital library yeah. was one thirty. Wow. Plus that, I think, is another 20, 22 games there. Yeah. So I'm at about 150 Switch games. Um, I haven't played, like not even tested for five minutes, 30 of them. Yeah. They're just on sale. I'm like, oh, sweet, ukulele for five 20 bucks, bucks. done. Yeah, yeah. Done. oh, 99 cents. I'll use my gold points, my coins, just buy it, whatever. Yep. NBA 2K19, currently on sale for $3 Wow. on Switch. Where's that at? 
on the eShop. Oh, wow. I didn't know. I had to buy it. Yeah. Because it's $3 for NBA 2K. Is 20 coming out? Yup. Do I even care? Nope. $3 for a full NBA yeah, 2K. Yeah, I'll probably go game. home and buy that now. For three bucks. Sure. Like, you know what I mean? You have a friend come over, boom, boom, boom. You yeah. play a little Sixers Warriors, you get on with your life. But And I'm also at the point where my gaming takes place late at night, mm-hmm. 10 o'clock, and I have a choice. Do I play whatever, RE4, because I did buy it after you left God last Thursday. God I'm so it. sorry. I know you did. I'm so sorry. <laughs> on on Switch, do I sit there and play RE4? Don't love it on Switch. But uh, another episode. Or do I go in the other room and play NES? Because I just bought, I don't know, DuckTales and Little Nemo the Dream Master, and I oh. want to go beat those. Yeah. Like, what do I, I have to kind of be picky choosy? Oh, by the way, it's baseball season, which yeah. is my favorite time of year, and I watch every game. So that doesn't end till 10. So half the time I'm asleep already. Yeah. So like I got to really pick and choose. And then I'll sit down for an awesome session. And then my daughter starts crying. And I'm like, well, there that goes. See you in four days when I can try to play you again. So I think it's really just about the enjoyment of others at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. So okay. I'm glad I'm not the only one that's there. I mean, I don't stuck. even have a kid. And I feel this way. <laughs> yeah. But, but you have a cat? I have a cat and a house <laughs> and a girlfriend. So a new house, a new house, newish house, New-ish. Uh, newish, like a year, almost right? a year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember Kev telling me about that, and then and then told me what you bought it for, and then I cried. Uh, so let's <laughs> dive into our, in a good way. Uh, I let's dive into our predictions, and then our questions from last week. Predictions will fly through them. Did they happen? Didn't they? Um, I said we were one hundred percent getting into a, a Bioshock game, and I was dead set that I was wrong, and I was. Uh, I just wanted to wish that shit into existence. We did not get a new Bioshock game. What about you? First one that I got wrong? Just in general. Um, I uh, I did not do well this season. I will say that. I did not do well <laughs> I think all. I was four for 17. I was... Uh, which I'll I th- take. I think I got three? Yeah. Um, I I can't believe there wasn't a Splinter Cell announcement. Like, that's the, but, that's but, the biggest one that I'm like... But wasn't there, like, a mobile... It's not the same. No, it's not. It's but a, we don't. But don't technically, do don't you get a half a point? Or no, something? I'm not taking that. Right. I don't even want it. Your right. mobile games. I'm it's gonna, not real. I'm gonna read. Right. I'm gonna read word for word what I got. What, what the second one is? Because this is a yes and a no. Okay. Two Smash Bros. DLC characters, Banjo and some Jamoke from Dragon Quest that I don't care about. It just makes too much sense. All five are out by Feb 2020, so one is a shadow drop. So I'm giving myself a half a point because I nailed Banjo. I nailed the Dragon Warrior, Dragon Quest dude, but I said one was a shadow drop. So I'm, I am I, I can't what give you, myself full credit. Oh, you thought they were just going to come I out like that one day. Of them, I thought one of them was going to be a shadow drop. Uh, yeah, yeah, I thought the Uldrick was going to be or whatever, the hero. Yeah. It's going to be shadow and Banjo is going to be later. They're both later. So like, did I nail it? Yup. Did I get the release date wrong? Yup. That's why I'm giving myself only half credit. I'll take it. Um, I got that was so I like so during this whole thing I couldn't really like pay that tight of attention. I actually did go back and watch all the trailers because yeah, I'm clipping sure. stuff out constantly. Absolutely. Um, and I stopped everything because they're like, and Halo Reach the beta today, <laughs> and I was like, I literally wrote that yeah. like in quotes. Yeah. I knew it was gonna happen. Yeah, that's so exciting. that was cool. That's exciting for you. Yeah, and I was, and I remember last week talking about. It. I was like, the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, and then you got it. Uh, I I cannot believe there was not a Fable game announced on the Microsoft. That's what stage. I mean. Like, there's what is going on? Like, that's I, a next box. Like, that's Scarlet all day. It's, I, I'm, it's cooking. It has to be. But like, what sucks is I'm so listen like. I grew up 
on the Xbox playing Halo. Like I had it before my GameCube. That year I wanted a GameCube, but we didn't get it but anyway. But like I want Xbox to do well. 360 yeah, is one of my favorite consoles. Love of all it. Time. Sam hates, I love. Every single year, I'm like, I'm rooting for you guys. Yeah. I don't expect anything, yeah. but I'm rooting for you. They and have no more feet to shoot themselves. No. Like they they've done that way too many times. Yeah. And they disappoint us. They have they have an incredible platform. I love Games Pass. Um, best value in gaming yeah i'm Easily. excited for scarlet yeah i think the xbox one x is dope yeah but bring the damn games next year you, man. you rocking 4k i have a 4k tv god but, bless you yeah god bless you yeah what was your next one um, yeah, i got fable wrong the only other i so i got two right actually the only other one i got right was that banjo kazooie's in smash yeah that was just a great and it was the perfect like way to like Zelda being a thing is great. I'm so excited that that's real. Mm-hmm. But like the fact that that happened, I was out at lunch with people I work with and almost flipped the table. <laughs> like I was so hype. Yeah. Uh, no, Sam. Sam made made that very abundantly clear on Facebook, saying that you were the, the hypest person I've ever seen. And I changed. I, I, agree. Uh, I agree. Yeah, I changed my Slack picture at work, so now it's see. Just, there you go. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised you're fi- like you haven't found a way yet to change your Facebook profile picture to include it somehow. Like you, oh, it's my cover photo. It is. Oh yeah. Okay, fair (laughs) enough. Uh, My, I got this one maybe right because again, I go too far. Roller Champions is real. Got that right, and it will take off almost as high as Rocket League. We don't know yet, so I have that one as a maybe. Now it's free to play, Mm -hmm. and there's a free. Well, it's an E3 alpha. Yeah, whatever. Now, so like you have a chance to dive in, see if you're excited about it. And also, when it does eventually drop, it's free to play, which tells me all day long cosmetic, um, cosmetic microtransactions. I just hope it's not play to or pay to win. If it's pay to win, this game is going to just die. I don't know that. Quickly. Does Ubisoft have any other like free to play games at this point? I felt like this would be a perfect intro for like you play, like you play yeah. plus or whatever. Hey, you get you play plus, then you can play it for free. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. This would be more towards because they announced it either right before or right after you play plus. Um, this was like the second to last announcement of the show, and yeah. then they went deep into like a demo. So like I felt like this was trying to gain Rocket League type tr- like um, notoriety, but things like that have to happen organically. That and you play the cost of it is steep, fifteen, 15 bucks. bucks. Like little man, put that shit in my hand. <laughs> Not happening. <laughs> Fuck that, dude. Never in my life yeah. am I going to pay Game Pass price for you play plus. Yeah, it's never happening. What else did you get wrong? Um, get wrong. No Mario Sports titles. I was very upset mm-hmm. and pretty surprised by that. Except for the Olympic Games, I guess. I'm not. Well, we knew that was coming, and I yeah. didn't care. Um, I still don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, Nintendo did not make an appearance on the Xbox stage. That's sad. That was very sad. No Pikmin game. Mm-hmm. I also had that. No Metroid Prime HD remake. Which I also had that. That makes me think that's not coming out until the year maybe two before metroid prime we said last week june 2020 so i feel like still metroid prime will be announced in a direct this year it could be i think it will and like the august september direct it'll be a middle it'll either start the show middle of the road it won't be the big last thing it'll be in there we'll get it in 2020 maybe early 2021 because 2020 is already stacked and it'll come out yeah eventually it's real people it's real no not yet (laughs) no bayonetta 3 still still that's tough for that game that's staggering that game is in trouble. Yeah. It has to be. That game is probably... I would not be surprised if it gets the prime treatment. And I don't mean it as like they're scrapping the entire development team and starting over with a new studio. But I mean like 
we come out and we say it's taking longer than expected and we never talk about it until it's ready to be cooked. They need to, again. like, the only thing I saw was somebody, like, Wario64 tweeted out, or, or retweeted um, an interview with somebody from Platinum who was like, oh, development's coming along nicely. And, yeah. like, that's all they said. That's rough. It's crazy. Uh, some other things I got wrong. I thought that we were getting Mario 2 for Maker 2. They didn't even, they put Maker 2 by that. in the sizzle reel. Yeah. Like, Whoa, they yeah. didn't do that. I still think it's coming, but not yet. They did announce, though, they're going to, because people were so butthurt about yeah. it. And it's the right move they yeah. made. It's the right move. That uh, online play is with coming. Friends. With, with friends. friends. with friends. With friends. Yeah, supposed to be you can only play online with randos, but now you can play online with friends. It's a good world we live in. I also had Metroid Prime Trilogy wrong. I thought we were getting a new trailer for Town. We were wrong. No Town. Um, with the 2020 window. I was an 8 on Town. We didn't get anything. Pikmin 4, I got wrong. I said Luigi's Mansion on September 13th, and I had a 2, and then you were like, but that's Friday the 13th, so I said that's now a 20. I was wrong. Plants vs. Zombies, Garden Warfare 3, not even at the show. Um, I said another Xbox exclusive coming to Switch, uh, with Ori being that title. Did not happen, which is really surprising. you did get an Xbox exclusive coming to the Switch. Uh, Super on, Lucky's Tale. Oh, God. The Xbox One X launch title. Yeah. Which is just weird to say, but it's new Super Lucky's Tale. So they actually uh, redid the game. Did you ever play that game? It was very rough. It's very bad. It's very yeah, rough. Very bad. They did a, in Treehouse, they did a 30-minute thing of it to show really? you how it improved since launch. Like, Ukulele was hot trash at, at launch, but they fixed it over time to make it playable. Ukulele's still bad. It's playable. <laughs> but but, but I love the impossible layer, by the yeah. way. That game looks tight. I fucking think this 2D side scroll is going to be banging. I'm day one on that. Yeah. Um, I said Halo Infinite will be announced as a launch title for the next box day and date. Got that. Uh, which was pretty safe. Um, retro. We're going to see retro stuff. We didn't. I threw out Obsidian with work on a new South Park game. I had it as a one because I just wanted to see it. Knew that wasn't happening. Didn't get it. Didn't get Left 4 Dead 3. We did get George R and From Software. Um, got that right. No Mother 3, even though I had that as a zero. I just wanted to say it. And that'll round out my predictions. Yeah. What about yours? Um, no Xbox backward compatibility is coming to PC. Um, but Game Pass is like... Game Pass is a thing. It's like a thing. Yeah. I actually signed up for the PC Game Pass for five bucks a month. Um, I'm surprised you just don't have Ultimate. I thought about it. I don't play in the living room enough. Okay. And I was like, you know what? I only want to try like Wolfenstein, maybe a couple yeah. other games. I was yeah. like, whatever. Um, Surprised that Metro Exodus was a part of Game Pass. Dude, right? I was Great going game. through it. I was like, holy shit. Great yeah. game. Yeah, I'll totally play that. Um, I think uh, no teaser trailer for the Halo series. I was shocked. I that. I was sold. Yeah. I was I sold. I totally thought that was going to be a thing. Yeah. Um, no Super Mario 3D World. What, port? Yeah, like yeah, no port. Yeah. Um, and no Wii U port at all. No. Crazy. Yeah. What a world we live in. I yeah. totally. <laughs> We're not getting Unless they're just like, that's not E3 worthy. I could see them doing that. Uh, last year, did they have a Wii U port? Yeah, Super Smash Ultimate. I'm kidding. <gasps> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any more? Um, No. I think it's, oh, well, well, the biggest one. Uh, a new motherfucking Banjo-Kazooie game. Yeah, we did didn't get that happen. one. Yeah, it didn't happen. Uh, so here are the questions I posed to you. Will there? Will this... I'm sorry. What will this direct's inevitably, inevitable Wii U port be? Will it be 3, 3D World or Wonderful 101 or Pikmin? There wasn't any. How many new IP from Microsoft's new studios? We said five. Uh, we said five? Mm-hmm. Wow, we're dumb. Yeah. Outer Worlds, uh, Bleeding Edge... 
Mm, that's really it, right? There. No, there was a, there's an indie one. Um, oh, the there's deer, two indie the ones. There's the deer one, one, which looks bang. The, the wilderness or something. Yeah. Then the girl on the ship. Yeah. And then the drawing one. Oh, yeah. uh, Blair Witch. Is that a first Blair party? Witch. Yeah. Is that first party. Is that Xbox? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, me neither. But who knows? Yeah. <laughs> when we said IP, let's clarify. We didn't mean indie. Like no idea at Xbox shit. Like yeah. we're talking big AAA, at least maybe not AAA, but like at least some big titles. Uh, so I'm gonna say we got that one wrong just because. Uh, what will we learn about Cyberpunk 2020, uh, 2077? And motherfucker, I want to quote you. You said, "What do we have to learn?" Motherfucking Keanu Reeves. Keanu That's Reeves is apparently what we have to learn. Holy <laughs> shit! So we got a release date, and we got Keanu Reeves. We don't know how much of a role he'll play, but apparently he'll wo- he will be in the game and not just a cameo. I kind of would just like it to be a cameo. Like for me, like Fallen Order, I'm playing as Cameron Monaghan. I'm playing yeah. as Ian from Shameless. Yes. Or fucking the Joker from Gotham. Yeah. Like I'm not playing as Cam, which is the worst name for a Jedi. Um, it is. So like I would like to um, – I, I, I don't want these actors as the main characters in my game i am playing as norman reedus in death stranding not sam burt bridges or whatever so like it's really difficult for me to separate when they use their faces to a t really hard to separate as opposed to just actors that's why i like like voice acting well i have a problem with like troy baker who's in like every game just about like it feels that way at least troy baker is was was he iron man no he's bruce banner bruce banner yeah um he's yeah, he's in, look him up. He's if you don't know who he is, he's in like almost every game you've ever played. Isn't he Drake? Isn't no, he's. No, that's, um, no, I'm sorry, that's, that's no one North. North. Um, he's his brother, Sam, right, in right, uh, right. Uncharted Four. Uh, but he is himself in Death Stranding, and it's really oh, weird right. to see. Like he, he has, has like the hood face. on and everything. Guillermo del like, Toro plays himself too. Yeah, it is very weird. Yeah. Like, come on, Kojima. Change it. Give him a mustache. <laughs> something. Or, or something. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? Was there anything to the Best Buy li- listing for Link to the Past? No. What kind of game will Avengers be? I think the leaks were out there about it being a Destiny-like, but we talked about it being maybe an RPG or maybe just an action game. The thing is, we still don't know 100%. Yeah. We have a great idea. I think it. I think they. it's going to be... Destiny like, yeah, like they have a campaign, right? That you can kind of yeah. go along with the story, yeah. Um, you know, to have those kind of moment to moment, they set up the set pieces, yeah. Um, and then they're adding content later on for free, apparently. Every hero in every what do they say region that yeah. was the word they used for free, which is cool, yeah. I'm good with that. Uh, will we see Animal Crossing? We did, we got a nice blowout for uh oh. Not a fan, huh? Not a fan of New Horizons? No, I'm a big fan of New Horizons. Oh, okay. I'm not a fan of waiting until March, March 20th. The March release date. <laughs> will Microsoft tease the next box? That was the layup. Yeah. Uh, will we see anything from Rocksteady after they said no? They, we did not. Uh, will we see a new Switch model? Good for them. We did not. And then I just asked you, what would you rather see? RE4 fully remastered or in the style of RE2 or RE8? You said RE8. We got new RE. Five and six coming to Switch. Who cares? In the worst presentation of all time. Oh, my God. Was, that was trailer painful. was so long. It was painful. Yeah. Uh, let's see. How much screen time does FF7 Remake get during SC's presentation? I don't remember our answer, but I want to say we said 15 minutes. And, like, it was nailed it. Yeah, it was, it was like, practically 15 yeah. minutes. 
the uh, the the boss trailer that they have for just the gameplay. Yeah. Um. So Twitter only lets you put out a ten minute video. Yeah. And I was sitting there like, oh my god, it needs to end. <laughs> like I was so worried I was gonna have to edit this thing. Yeah. What did it, it end up being? It was like nine fifty two. Like it was so close. <laughs> Uh, let's see. How much screen time does FF7 get? Not counting the Olympics, do we get a Mario Sports game? We already said that. And then rumors swirling about a new Borderlands 2 DLC. Yes, we got it. I knew that going into it. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> God damn it. Friggin' Lilith, man. Yeah. I'm super psyched. Now that game's on Game Pass, and it's the free game of the month for PS Plus. Like, if you haven't, it's only available for the Handsome Collection. Like, if you have these games, uh, BL2, on 360 or PS3 still, and you play it, it's not available there. It's only yeah. available on the Handsome Collection. But, like, the Handsome Collection's free if you have an Xbox One or PS4 right now. Oh, not free, I should say. It's with Game Pass, and it's free on PlayStation. Yeah. Like, go play that game, and then beat it, and then get all the DLC, and then beat it, and then get this Lilith expansion, and beat it. I and think then you'll be so tired of Borderlands by the time the third one comes out. September 13th or something? We got three months? Yeah. Three months until... Wait, yeah, July. Yeah, three months until Borderlands... Holy shit. That's going to be the game to get me through the Pokemon, so I'm happy with that. Because um, that game will take me three months to beat at the pace I can play games. <laughs> Let's see what else we got. New Destroy All Humans game. We knew that yep. ahead of time. It got leaked the night we did our show. I have a feeling you knew that going into it. I on. knew that going into it. I know some of the guys that got offered to work on that. And then yeah. we're like, no, I'm good. I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then last question was, Witcher 3 Switchboard. And as... I didn't know we were getting the PlayStation 1 port because it looks pretty choppy. Yeah. But yeah, we got Witcher 3 Complete Edition on Switch, which is cool because we at least get all the DLC. But it's on sale right now on PlayStation for 10 bucks. So yeah. like, go buy it on that console. It's going to run better, look better, be it's better. It's going to run better on your fucking iPad yeah. than it will on Switch. Yeah. So like, listen, I love the third party support. I love that we're getting a 100 hour giant game that's not Zelda on our Switches. But I am not going to touch that. No. It'll blow my Switch up. Yeah. It's just going to... Ex- my Switch is going <laughs> to expand out and bubble. I'm going to be like, oh, God, put it down. Did you see the uh, the meme where it was the guy slaps the roof of the car? <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. guy slaps roof of car. This bad boy can fit so much The Witcher 3 in it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I must have missed that one. <laughs> All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with our e3 review we're going press conference by press conference but we'll do that right after this ad from the Flopcast with our eso network partners yes yes hello let's talk about the Flopcast. every week we give podcast listeners a chance to come and join us in chicken town where we talk about saturday morning cartoons comics and science fiction conventions music and concert reports 70s and 80s pop culture and for no good reason, chickens. Boy, we're weird. Oh, we are ridiculous. We're proud members of the ESO Network, and you can find us at flopcast.net. All right, and we're back, and we have our big E3 recap. And I, I say big because it's E3, but I don't say big because it was a big E3, if that makes sense. It just felt, like, really long. It was, like, a like the most uneventful season of game of thrones whichever one that one would be because i never finished the series but it's that one heresy yeah um this e3 listen i think we all may have overhyped it because it's e3 but we all kind of knew we're at the end of the generation like we're not getting awesome stuff yet and if we do we're just getting a logo at most or like maybe yeah. a cg trailer yeah which is what we ended up getting but 
even the ones that we got weren't that good. They weren't that good. <laughs> like, I really thought if you told me, like, hey, the big kid at school is moving and now you're going to be the next big kid in town, like, I'm going to flaunt my stuff. Like, right. if I'm Microsoft, yeah. I'm coming out and I'm going to be like, yeah, this is what we're swinging with. So, like, my theory to that is Microsoft probably starts planning their 2021 today. Yes. Like, they probably already have that. So, by the time Sony came out and said, we're skipping it. What are they going to do? Go tell their studios, go make a new game in two months. No. no so, no, like, no. they had pretty much that lined up for a while. They probably work on it all year. But this was their opportunity to give us the logo on screen to get us hype. The Breath of the Wild 2 is now in development moment that right. everybody went ape shit for. We know next to dick about the game. But where was that? Where was anything else we can play on Scarlet besides Halo Infinite? Like, I have no faith. Because Gears 5 is coming out a year before Scarlet. So what are they going to do with Gears? Give us another side iteration like Judgment? Are they going to give us that Fable game? That's great for a niche audience. But I'm not there for Scar. I'm not there for Fable. And like what other IP does Microsoft have that they could have shown us? We They gave us what? Seven studios last year and what? Three or four showed something. So like I get it. Game take Games take a long time. But this... They had a chance, and they didn't screw it up. They just played it really safe. Yeah. Really safe. I mean, like, and uh, again, like, I'm just tired of having every E3 being, uh, all right, I'm excited to see what Microsoft is going to do. And maybe maybe it's them changing their messaging, because they are doing that month-to-month, here's our Xbox, whatever the hell they call it. Their inside direct, Xbox. Inside Xbox events that they do. Yeah, they're so, horrible. Yeah, they're but, really but maybe they'll start trickling out a game per thing. I doubt that will happen. They, they, they ain't changing now. Yeah, like, like, they've been this way for years. Yeah. Every year it's their briefing, and every time we get hyped for their briefing, we shit in our briefs because yeah. they didn't do anything to make us excited. And, you know, I wanted to start with EA um, before we get into Microsoft heavily because EA did their EA play before E3, technically not even a part of E3. I forgot. Um, but they did it differently this year. They did just a, hey, we're streaming everything. Here's the schedule. But I wanted to talk about Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order because that game gave me faith that EA isn't the worst company ever. So have you gone back and played Battlefront 2 at all? I have only played Battlefront 1. Okay. I've never played Battlefront 2. So I'd like to. To anyone who's like likes to hate on that game um, and has never played it, I, I urge you to give it a chance. Um, EA is a pretty terrible company. I mm-hmm. think we all know that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That being said, um, the backpedaling that they've done on that game specifically yeah. um, is pretty impressive for them especially. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to say that I'm like, yeah, let's hop on the bandwagon, but... At the same time, I'm. It gives me no. Seeing what they did with that game gives me faith for Fallen Order. Also, respawns really good. Yeah, because Titanfall is really solid. Yeah, and it's underrated and it's underappreciated in the gaming landscape of the AAA space. And I think like th- this game, we got the vertical slice we did at EA Play. Thirty minutes of gameplay of Cameron Monaghan fucking shit up with his lightsaber, and then we got a little bit more at the I think Xbox show. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently. What I was told about this game was this game is more open world than you think. They actually had to find a segmented vertical slice that was linear, but this game has a lot more open world to it. If I get a good mix of I can go wherever I want and do what I want, and when I get there, I'm going to be doing what they showed us, 
I am day one on this game. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. And I'm really, you know, people are like, oh, it's too easy. I'm like, they said 15 times we have one of the best players playing it. Like, no shit, he made it look easy. But I like that he took damage in the in the trailer or in the demo. He They showed us an actual demo and not just a CG trailer. Yeah. Like, this game has promise, and I appreciate, like, what it's going for because I wasn't a Star Wars Connect guy so i'm i'm excited to swing a lightsaber around yeah no i mean it's been a while since we've had a game like a jedi game um i think uh force unleashed was probably the last big one right force unleashed two or yeah force unleashed two and then (laughs) thank you yeah i know and then uh on 360 and ps3 yeah and we had you know the battlefront games they kind of have it but it's like not the same like you need like i also prefer i also prefer third person games to first yeah so yeah that's just my thought the um like the Lego games, it's like you almost get that, but it's like yeah. you're playing a game for kids. So yeah, but it looks so hype. Yeah, but it's still a Lego but game. it's still a Lego game. Yeah. So no, I mean I'm I'm excited for it. I don't know if I'll buy it day one because I'm trying to be more like I say that responsible but responsible with my money because I'm an adult now. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, I also pre-ordered like four Nintendo games after the conference <laughs> ended. So like, who the hell am I? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, that was really the only thing EA showed us that was worth kind of talking about. Everything else was like their sports shit that we know is coming, and there really wasn't any hype announcement. Yeah. Um, they didn't throw us a curveball. So we'll move on to Microsoft, where I think we're going to spend probably the most, either the first or second longest time on. Um, I have, I don't have every announcement. Like we said, we'll go semi high level on this thing, and we'll go quickly through it all because we got a lot over five conferences. The Outer Worlds looks cool. We talked about this already. It looks like Borderlands mixed with Fallout, but it's a. Like I said, I'd rather just play Borderlands, but this still is promising enough to deliver a fun third party third person action game. This is gonna sound stupid, but like given the limited time that we have to play things, I almost hope that this is like a not a watered down version of Fallout, but like Fallout Light, if that makes sense. Totally. Not um, not fifty hours. Yeah, like if it's like a, a twenty, twenty five hour experience, like there's not like a million NPCs, like a all this kind of crap to do yeah. and i know that that's like a big part of fallout and just like the bethesda charm but um it would be really cool to see more of a linear style game that kind of exists in that kind of a landscape like almost like semi-open world like you yeah, can pick yeah. where you go but once you get there there's a structure there's a yeah i, I that's the kind of game i like give me yeah. the freedom of choice like Star Fox 64 I want to go left or right and when i get there i'll shoot some shit yeah i'm good with that i should also be remiss to say Our top three this week is our top three games of the show that were new announcements. So there's top three games of E3 2019 that were new this year, cannot have been showed before this year. Um, And then we'll talk game of the show and, you know, disappointment and stuff like that. But just wanted to get that out there because that's how we're going to end this whole thing and tie it back together neatly with a string. Ninja Theory came out and said, we're working on something. And I'm like, oh, my God, I love Ninja Theory. And then they said, it's Overwatch. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Bleeding Edge is... I'm surprised that this is the type of game they're working on. Yeah. It looks like... Again, it looks like third-person Overwatch with a Fortnite art style, which is, if that's your thing, fine. But a guy with a guitar for a neck, I'm, I'm out. I'm, I'm that out. trailer blew up. Yeah, it did. Like, it, like, people are so excited about that game. But a character-driven shooter? Tell me this. If not done right, this is Battleborn. Sure. Well, every one of them is at this, this point. This is also true. Yeah, like it, it. Unless you can come out and like it's. Don't be wrong. Like Blizzard, they're a whole different animal, and right. like that's why they have their own, you know, Blizzard. cons for yeah. gosh sakes. But it will be interesting to see. And I've said it before when I was coaching esports and all that. Like 
how what is the staying power of Overwatch, and how long can you keep one game in the zeitgeist without having to completely change it all around? Four years now. Yeah. <laughs> well, they got a complete league for it. So. Uh, yeah, twenty ninth character they just added. Some, yeah, like, some bear. No, I, I I agree, but this game like you have to have a plan. You can't just say here's twelve characters. You know, go have fun five on five, and we'll see you later. Right. There has to be a three year plan for consistent releases, free updates. Because if you got to pay for this shit, people are people out. People are out and, immediately. But, but the the saving grace that all of Microsoft's uh, first party games have is Game Pass. Yeah. So like, if you don't like it, you are probably playing uh, paying for it on Game Pass. And you could just go play something else. Yeah. So, like, that's a blessing and a curse because it's like Netflix. If I like it, cool. If I don't, I'll just go find something else. But if I'm paying 60 for it, I'm almost like, i got to get my money's worth out of this. I'm going to give it another shot. I'm going to play it again. So, like, it's got good things going for it. And I can say the same thing with every Xbox game. Like, Ori 2. Uh, February 11th. 2020 for Ori and the Will of the Wisps. That was later, later than, than I thought. I thought. It would be. Later, yeah. later than I thought it would be. Still looks gorgeous. But, like... And as much as I love that style of game, for some reason, I Ori doesn't connect with me. I played the first one for a good three or four hours one day and was like, this is this is a beautiful game with a yeah. fantastic score. Yeah. Um, I really like the mechanics of it. And then I never went back to it. And so I kind of feel the same way. I Listen, I felt the same way about Tembo the Badass Elephant, but, uh, you know, <laughs> which is a game from Game Freak, and it's really good. I just never played it again. Uh, we got first person Alan Wake in Blair Witch. Uh, Bust, Buster, Blizzard, Bullet, Bullet, the dog, Bullet, you know, where are we going? And I'm thinking, okay, Creepy Woods, Recorder, so they're upgrading from the camera, first person, Spooky Spooks. I'm like, Alan Wake all day. And then they pull out and zoom up to the friggin' cornfield or whatever. You see a Blair Witch logo and you're like, this movie came out in 1999. That's 20 years ago. Yeah, I don't know where this came from. Um, this was another trailer that did really, really well. Um, people were freaking out by it. I because actually, it's a horror trailer in the middle of nothing and there wasn't a lot of good horror at the show. Yeah. So it was like um, the best of bullshit. I didn't even know that this happened until after the conference <laughs> happened. They like, gave it good stage time. They yeah. Gave it three minutes. Where's the Blair Witch trailer? I was like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's just like another game where I like horror games a lot more than I like horror movies. I really like being soaked in that atmosphere. But like games like Outlast and these really poor poorly produced shittily looking horror game slender man they don't scare me no and that was my problem with this trailer is like everything just looks like mud. janky yeah it just yeah. it's it's like remember when resistance 3 came out and everyone was calling it the brownest game ever made <laughs> and then gears came out and that took the title yeah <laughs> but yes i do but i was like having flashbacks of that it's dude it was if i want a horror experience give me until dawn i love you so much just give me until yeah, dawn you're wonderful <laughs> dude, it, like beautiful game Great story up until like the very very end, and like that's a horror experience. You don't like Pick the poison. No, I don't. <laughs> the entire time we were playing that game. Oh, it's the the Amina Bababus. <laughs> it's so weird. The Tostitos. Up until that, once the mask comes off, then I'm like, okay, I'm done. I'm out. But yeah. it was a very enjoyable experience up until then. Uh, Cyberpunk. We talked about. There's Keanu hype for sixteen twenty. There's your release date. Um, four days before everybody gets stoned and plays this game, but like, w number one, I, I don't, I don't remember if we talked about it last week, but are you sold on it? Be were you sold on it before from that forty-minute gameplay splice we got last year? And if not, are you now? I was, 
here's the thing. I was sold on it. I'm, I was so, I'm sold on it the same way I'm sold on The Witcher. Mm-hmm. Where like, man, what an incredible world. And I'm I'm more into this than I am of the idea of playing The Witcher because I just like futuristic sci-fi. That's kind of more my jam. First person though, like, is that your jam? Oh yeah. Third person. Hell yeah. Yeah. Your first I'll, over third. Yeah. Well, you're like, a Destiny guy too. Yeah. Like I'll play it on PC for sure. Yeah. Um. But uh, you know, and Keanu Reeves definitely helps. Yeah. But because all of a sudden he's relevant again. I I don't get it. And John it Wick so quickly. John Wick has just transformed this guy back into relevance. Yeah. I know him as the quarterback from the replacements. Like, let's go. <laughs> but no, we got fucking John Wick over here, which yeah. I'll take it. The movies are cool. Uh, haven't seen them. <laughs> I haven't either. Tried yesterday. They're not on HBO. Gave up. Um, this is a game for me because it's so big and so crazy. And I don't love first person. I'm going to enjoy the shit. Out of watching someone's Let's Play. Yeah. And I'm not a huge Let's Play guy. I like to play on myself. But, like, I'm going to enjoy someone experiencing this world for the first time. You know what one of my favorite things in the world to do is? Is watch the first episode of someone's Let's Play of Breath of the Wild. Yeah. That's and one of my see favorite where they go. And see where they go. See what they do. Yep. And see the and like hear the awe in their voice for experiencing it for the first time. Because I remember... Pepperidge Farm remembers, <laughs> like, and I think like Cyberpunk's going to be similar. Where I'm like, yeah, I'll probably buy it, I'll probably play it, but I'm definitely putting it down before I. Beat I'll it. never beat it. Never. I know that. I will <laughs> never beat this game. Here's our sixty dollars. Beat me over the head with it because yeah. I'm never going to beat that game. What about Battletoads? I'm so excited for this game. Yes, I am but so yes. excited. Dude. I was I was really really concerned about two things. Art style art style i thought it was going to be they were going to do this weird 3d like almost use like the killer instinct style i was they praying had. they didn't use the killer instinct models yeah because like the, somebody made I, I think i assume it's fake at this point um i think it was last year mm-hmm. a battletoads trailer mm-hmm. that was god awful and it looked like that yeah um and when this came out man i was just like i was hoping for the shovel knight battletoads sprites like oh they were good they were really cool I forgot about that, that yeah. like 8 to 16 bitty type of deal now we got that hand-drawn vibrant art style very much in the toe jam and earl um new new dr- the game that just dropped very much in the streets of rage 4 art style um but love the new art style um they just said this year right i think it's 2019 yeah and it looks like it's still really hard which I'll I think it has to be. It has to be. Yeah. They you, showed the speeder bikes, but from behind, which was different. Yeah. As opposed to just going left to right. So I appreciate that. It's something new. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is a game that is on my radar 100%. Yep. If it's 20, I could see myself dump, diving in day one. Yeah. I hope it's not like 30, 40 bucks. Yeah. Is it coming out to Switch or just Xbox? They've only said Xbox at Because this point. of Rare. Yeah. Being um, another Xbox. I what's unfortunate about this game like so many other games and mm-hmm. you and i always are like we'll play together and then we never fucking do <laughs> way out but like, yeah a way out it's Bought still, a way out. It's it's still, still downloaded it's still downloaded man if you ever do want to play because i don't know the ending of that game yet. i have no idea so like if you wanted to uh, what's up um i don't know who i'm gonna play this game with yeah <laughs> Yeah, no. pl- it was like three-player local coach couch which, co-op, which was the theme of this E3, by the way. Yes, we had something on Ubi stage or squares. I think Ubi's. We had Gears Escape. We had Battletoads. So like, we had two players. Now we had four players. Now it's three players. Like, yeah. All right, dude. Uh, all right. So then we had Game Pass for PC for free and Game Pass Ultimate. Uh, we talked about it already, but Game Pass is hands down like the best value in gaming. Changed my mind. 
I don't think you can. No. You know, no. I mean, Game Pass is fucking cool yeah. shit. Especially with games like Exodus and you got Master Chief Collection and Borderlands and some collection and all this awesome stuff and Peggle 2. So let's go. Uh, then, then some dude I don't know comes out on stage and basically says, we've acquired a new studio. And I'm like, drum roll, please. And it's double fine. Did not see that coming. Not at all. Yeah. But you think about it, a couple years ago, they did that Kickstarter. Yeah. Where they, I don't even remember what the game was. If it was, it wasn't Psychonauts was, 2. You sure? It, Are maybe, you sure maybe it, wasn't, it was. I'm pretty sure it was Psychonauts Maybe 2. it was. But. Because they are only working on one title and they haven't come out with anything. It wasn't Broken time. Age? Is Broken Age newish? I thought they came out a little bit ago. I don't know. I don't, it whatever, doesn't matter. Regardless. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, no, I mean, good for them because, like, they, they're a studio that they're the people that love those games, like, yeah. really love those games. What do you think of Brutal Legend? Uh, I think the concept is better than the execution. I would a thousand percent agree. Yeah. If it ever came back, I'd be excited, but man, make it fun. (laughs) (laughs) If you could just do that, that'd be great. All right, fair enough. Uh, but Tim Tim Schafer comes out on stage and he's like, if you need gear stuff or Halo stuff or Excel sheets, (laughs) we'll do it. (laughs) So like, it's that classic humor. We got a new Psychonauts 2 trailer for like, this game, I did. And this game. Which is synonymous with the Xbox brand. Anytime you see Psychonauts, if was it even an Xbox One ex- or an Xbox original exclusive? I don't know, actually. No, it was. I on never PS2. played it. I don't remember it being on any other console. Regardless, yeah. when I think of that game, I think old original Xbox logo. Yeah, it's kind of synonymous with Xbox, so it makes sense. When I think Brutal Legend, I think about 360. Same. Um, so like, Double Fine, the acquisition makes sense, but Tim Schafer is like. If you put him and Phil Spencer in a room together, I'm in. Yeah. Like, that seems like two of the coolest dudes ever. So, this is a good partnership for me. I'm down. Psychonauts, cult classic. Um, I played it for like an hour. Never grabbed me. So, I'm not super jacked on Psychonauts 2. But I'll be ready for their next project because they, they're going to go. Yeah. They're not going to have – they're not going to say, here's Psychonauts 2. Bye. Well, they have another game in development right now. What is it? Um, it's uh, it's like Brave, maybe? Like, or like Disney Hero? movie? No. <laughs> No, you play as like a a kid. I don't remember. That sounds riveting. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Good you play as a kid with a sword. I don't know. Oh, dude, like every character in yeah, Smash? Got basically. It. All right, so Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga, all nine games in one. Is this, we're getting remasters of like yes. each game, or is it a new game that just encompasses So them? they haven't, I don't think they've said, but I assume that they're HD upresing the original trilogy, the original Lego Star Wars game, and then they're just gonna shoehorn the rest of whatever the hell they have to make right i have a feeling this is one 25 hour online brand new thing because why because why would you because it costs so much less money to do that you're absolutely correct (laughs) but why would you put nine full games in one thing like does that make a ton of sense I don't. They they, they already did it well and they did it with uh they already came out with the complete the complete saga on 360 was it all the games just uprest? It was one through six. six well, holy up-rest. shit. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. All right, fair and enough. it had, on 360, it had uh, online co-op. The, I think it was one of the only Lego Whoa! games to have that. Yep. Online. Sweet. Sick, bro. DBZ Kakarot. I, for a second, forgot this was already announced. Like, I thought this was a new game, so I actually took a photo of it on the on my iPad. Like, yo, dude, Sam, new DBZ. He goes, cool, man. Yeah. And then they, like, said, DBZ Action RPG. I said, wait a minute. They said this last year, didn't they? And then they showed more. And it's like, it's 
it's just it's just this is not gonna be great what's an like and you're a dbz guy i love dbz yeah. so much um fighters is like one of my f- top two fighting games ever um it's unfortunate because they the combat uses that xenoverse style <sighs> combat system and yeah. i don't drive with that at all and i don't drive with any three well they did like game. a pretty big like what 20 minute blowout of it after the conference yeah i didn't get to check it out yet. It, it's just disappointing really? it's in english but it's like it's disappointing and Man, what I what I wouldn't give for an not an action RPG, an action adventure, play as Goku, whatever, and just go play as opposed to a fighting game or a saga style like let's just go here and then fight. I want more than just go here and fight. I want the story cinematics. I want the good stuff, but I don't want RPG. I'm fucking tired of RPGs. I uh, love RPGs, but I'm just tired of it. This game seems like it's going to have a niche audience and I'm I'm just not a part of it. That's yeah, I, I I want to love it because I want to support DBZ as much as I can. But let's get a DB um, Super game, Jesus. Yeah, that's sick. Uh, all right, Gears Five, September tenth this year. Uh, we knew that it was going to be twenty nineteen. We got that firm release date. Uh, what's his name? Rod Ferguson from the Coalition comes out and yep. says September tenth. And by the way, every month leading up to release, we're going to have new information, whether that be a beta for our new arcade mode, some campaign stuff in August leading up to the release in September. And then they said, and today we're going to show you Escape, which is three player co op where you plant a bomb and then run from the bomb, and then the bomb poisons you if you don't run fast enough. To me, why is there a sixty second timer on this bomb? Like, make it 20 minutes so you can get the fuck out of there. But then we wouldn't have a game mode. Um, I'm just past the point of my career where I give a shit about online PvP or co-op. I'm a single-player experience. That's what I love right now. That's what I've actually kind of always loved. Um, I remember playing Gears 1 and begging my buddy, Hey, can we play co-op? Can we play co-op? Can we do campaign? He was like, No, fuck it. We're doing fucking... Horde mode. mode. Yeah, we're doing doing train station fucking... Five from five elimination. Okay, execution. Okay, fine. I suck online. So that's one thing. But I just wanted some more single player and we just didn't get it. Then they blew the stage up and went underneath and had wrestlers. Too much. Did you think it was weird that we saw no gameplay of like any of the single player stuff? Like we Um, got the Billy Ellis trailer. Which I don't care for her music. So I didn't know who she was because I'm such an old head. She was on Hot Ones. Oh, was she really? Yeah. Oh, wow. She's like 17, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so, I watched that trailer. I was like, this is an interesting song. Discover this album that everyone around me has been like, where the hell have you been? (laughs) This girl is, like, huge. She has, like, 40 million Instagram followers. Yeah. It's, like, insane. 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 I've never seen anything like it, except we have. Uh, (laughs) This is just, like, a shittier Lady Gaga. All right. uh, So, then they had the new Elite controller, and they're cool. But like I think it's like what 150. They're not 150 dollars cool. They're definitely not 150 dollars cool. I don't care if you can make it whatever color you want. I not spending I'm more good. than 30 bucks on a fucking controller. I don't even buy Joy-Con because they're too goddamn expensive. Yeah. You want to double the price of two Joy-Con? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, Dying Light Spring 2020. We also saw some footage at Square of this game. I want to love it, but that first one was so good, and this one doesn't look like it's continuing that. To an extent, it almost looks like a brand new experience. I just want more Dying Light. I've come across two first-person games I physically can't play. Uh-oh. The Unfinished Swan and Dying Light. Why? I actually got sick. Oh, no shit. Playing from it. the parkour? From the, from the parkour. What I, about Mirror's Edge? I, I love Mirror's Edge. I don't know why. I can't explain it. It's the red yeah. in Mirror's Edge. It's just <laughs> I can focus. Red <laughs> I love... So I played Dying Light. I bought it on a whim. 
Because I love parkour. Yeah. I love Mirror's Edge, the first one. Catalyst kind of sucks. Kind of underwhelming. Oh, it's terrible. Um, but I love the parkour. And I'm like, okay, zombie shoot, shoot, parkour, cool setting, on sale for 40 I'm in. And I enjoyed it. I didn't beat it. I got up to, I don't know, the third guy who turns on you. And I was like, I'm fucking over it. I'm going to go play some, uh, the hell's that game with the goopy goop? Sunset Overdrive, and like, just it was a difficult point in my life. It was like 2015, 2016. Just moved out into my apartment. Just getting engaged. Just bought an Xbox One. So it's like kind of getting back into gaming hardcore again. Uh, and and I liked it a lot. And then this is like it's too far from the the original. I'm not interested anymore. And zombie games just don't do it for me. And Days Gone really cemented that for me. I'm just over the entire zombie Wait, thing. Wait, did you play Days Gone? It's awful. Is it really? I just bought it. <laughs> for 60? For 20. Okay, good. There was a price error at Walmart, so I bought it. Oh, cuz it's on sale for the PS4 like day, days, days of, of play, play or, whatever. or whatever. Yeah. And it's like 30. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's a good price point. Yeah. I I red boxed it. So I played it for like uh, 2 days. Um and I spent like 10 bucks, which is a fucking rip off. Uh but anyway, yeah, not not good. Okay. Just just not good. But you'll you'll like it for 20 bucks. Oh yeah. You'll you'll be fine. Yeah. Okay. It's uh it tries it just tries too hard to do I too much. I kind of got that vibe, yeah. Yeah, just like the the amount of NPCs or not NPCs, the amount of like horde on screen is really impressive, but like everybody else, the main character is kind of a douche, and he also says really dumb shit at really dumb times. And Doesn't it's he really also have distracting. like the worst name in the world? It's like Deacon Saint John or something. <laughs> it's like worse than every Sons of Anarchy character mixed together. <laughs> it's like Road to Retribution, uh, bad. So. <laughs> All right, after that, we got a bunch of stuff I didn't care about, like ID at Xbox and stuff, and some RPGs, and like a new Tales game that doesn't look like a Tales game. It looks beautiful, though. Oh, you, I don't are even, you're into it? I don't like Tales games. Okay. Actually, I shouldn't say I've never I like played a Tales variant. game. I like this It variant. looks beautiful. I'm just like... But you're right, it doesn't look like a Tales game. If I'm going to... All right, dude, R- JRPGs, on average, 35, 40 hours, on average... Maybe, that you'll sink into? No, that, they, that you play them for. Well, that's, what, that's what I mean. That's some, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, runtime generally 35, 40 hours for a good JRPG. Yeah. What do we see? Three dozen this E3? Yeah. Like, pick and choose. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what? where am I spending my time? Yeah. And half of them are from Bandai Namco. God the damn. other half are from Square Enix. <laughs> like, so, like, let's go. Uh, yeah. So, it's just, like, stuff I didn't care about. And I'm going to even be controversial here, to my own opinion. I'm done seeing Borderlands. We saw more Borderlands 3 with the Borderlands 2 DLC. Like, stop. Yeah. There was a huge blowout. Like, two hours of gameplay came out this uh, of this game. It's in September. Like, yeah. Let it's, it go. You're going to sell. And it's it wasn't even announced that long ago. No. They like, just announced just it been... like, what is it? It's already June. Like, April. Yeah. No. No. They announced it March 28th. Yeah. It was opening day for baseball. Oh. I will never forget that. March 28th. Dude, the day I die. <laughs> so, like, I'm ready as Reggie would say, my body is ready, but I don't need to see a single second of this game yeah. at all. Like, I'm good, and I love it. Elden Ring, that is the George R. R. Martin From game. You said to me last week, but do you even care? Like, do you really play From games? No. I wonder how much input he actually has. Or did or he say, just like slap his name make a it. game. Oh, we got it. George R. R. Yeah. said to make a game. It's inspired. Yeah. Like, I don't know how much he actually has input. I would hope it's a lot, because I'd like to have... I'd like for George R. R. Martin to have a legitimate excuse as to why book six is taking fucking forever. Yeah. Oh, what else we got? Scarlet. Okay. 
So here's the th- we're at the last two things: Scarlet and Halo Infinite. So Scarlet, it got a got a holiday 2020. So we think in November, October. Oh, November. November. I, I would say. Yeah. All right, so November 2020. What is the price tag? Um. So here's the thing about Scarlet. They've come out. They've said 120 frames, up to 120 frames per second. Four times more powerful than the Xbox One X. Yeah. Um, My ass. Up to 8K resolution. We don't even have 8K readily available for imagine, consumers. Sorry for spitting. No, you're Can you fine. imagine 8K 120? No. Like, no. No, I can't. <laughs> I can barely wrap my head around 4K 60. I have 2K like 144 right now and it yeah. like melts my mind. I have enough. NFL 2K1. Randy Moss. Yeah. Let's go. And I, I'm just like... It's hard to believe. So they, they talked about a few things hardware-wise. Like it has... They're doing... Custom uh, processing and GPU like intertwined, like they, they kind of all do that. Right. Um, they're using the SSD as RAM. Yes. Um, is that even? I, I, it is possible. Clearly, it is possible. Like, yeah. What it's, does that even mean um, for us as gamers? You being the load the time guy. is like n- nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Um, what's interesting is like you're seeing, as far as I know of or that I can think of. Um, that's the first instance where I've heard it go that way. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of years ago, I was at a um, Hewlett Packard Enterprise conference in Vegas, and they talked about um, their their next generation of servers being um, rather than driven by processing, driven by memory. Because mm-hmm. memory is like so fast, that's why you have so little of it um, on a computer. You get like four gigs, right, or eight or mm-hmm. sixteen or whatever. Um, of RAM, you're talking. yeah, RAM. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah. talking about like terabytes right. of RAM, and that's Jesus driving Christ. your processing. So like, your would that not improve like the draw distance and all that good stuff too? Like it would expand. Oh yeah, like yeah, absolutely. you could see a whole world without any fog out there, kind of, kind of, I guess, clouding up your vision of the game. I, I, I have like this vision of Nathan Drake on Xbox, uh, standing on top of a cliff with the camera kind of rotating around him, where you just see the whole city. Yeah. Like think of Breath of the Wild, but you can oh, you can God. see every enemy from any distance, right? right? And, like, and I what I, I actually loved what Phil Spencer said about this, and this is kind of what saved the conference for me was these last two announcements. Was he basically said this is this graphical? I'm sorry, this um, console generational leap is not going to be based on graphical fidelity. No, It'll be based on things you can't see. It's going to be power. Yeah, and and like things behind the under the hood, I guess of of the new machine, and I love that. I have a true fear for the very casual gamer that still leads their reviews with the graphics were good. Uh, that that will be very confusing messaging for them. And also, is it going to be enough? Am I going to be able to look at a screen and say this is Scarlet versus this is Xbox One, and Xbox One doesn't do it for me? Is it enough for the casual gamer to get on board? I think for a while it's going to be similar to what it is now. Like, if you put an Xbox One X on a 1080p display, mm-hmm. you don't... It looks like an Xbox One. It looks like an Xbox One S, right? Or a regular Xbox One. Like, with the exception being you can up the frame rate. Like, right. your performance mode. Yeah. Um, unless you're at a Best Buy at a kiosk with an LG OLED 4K TV running, you know, at, in the whatever the graphics mode is, right. you're not going to know. Um, like that's why I haven't upgraded the S yet. Yeah. That and I'm like waiting for this one because I want it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I, I'm, I will say like, I'm definitely concerned about the, this next generation, um, for both PS5 of them. too. I was yeah. Say, because PS5 is, there are rumors already that it's going to be quote unquote more powerful. Yeah. And like, what, what does that even mean? Yeah. With all the things we just got about Scarlet, how could that even be possible? 
But with what they're coming out with, K. the specs that they're coming out with, or that they're saying these things are going to be capable of, either AMD is about to make a, <laughs> which is possible, it's totally possible, a ridiculous leap in graphic technology. But what is that? Just people? Are we just going to be watching TV? Because graphics are already so, so photorealistic. It's just going to be better, better and more. Like, smoother. It's just more, more better and smoother. And, and hair won't be fucked. Yeah. Hair looks bad still. So yeah. maybe they can get that right. My thought is, this is all I really want from my next generation, is uh, better frame rates. I think that's one of the most important things in gaming. Um, but number two, smarter AI. And if you can give me... I think that's the kind of thing that you're going to see. And, and that's what I want from this next console generation. Yeah. Is I'm walking through a city. I don't need two people just bumping into each other. Right. Because it's distracting and it kind of takes you out of the game a little bit. Yeah. Um, unless you just don't give a shit. I want smarter AI. I want enemies that will react to my firing at them and not just stand there and be meat shields. And duck under cover and come back and shoot me. And like I want there to be an interactivity outside of me just upping the difficulty. Like, I, I want smart AI. I want um, NPCs with actual, like, actual stories that I actually care about because they can, not because they make it like Watch Dogs Legion where it's, like, the thing. I just want it to be there. And so, like, I think that's what this generation can do. The, the question is, do the developers of these games have the talent to make it happen? The power is great, but is the are the games going to be there? You also have to consider you have to it's a delicate balance between you can have like a ridiculously smart ai in a game right but it still has to be fun this is for the true. average player like even if you can, can you can you know sliders whatever in terms of difficulties concerned like yeah. if it comes down to and i don't know why the division is the one that's like popping in my head the most i don't even play that game mm. but like if i'm trying to get somebody who's behind cover and the only way i can do it is to like crawl on the ground and do that every time or whatever yeah. like at some point, it loses its luster. It has to have that gamification to it, if that makes sense. 600 bucks? Minimum. I think wow. both, I think both of them minimum. Think about it. If you build a high-end PC with the specs that they're talking about right now, granted, they 1000 bucks Easily. Yeah. I mean, 12, 12 yeah. to 15. Like, Which is the lowest MacBook. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a shame <laughs> that we live in that world. Yeah. I, I was thinking five because, like, or they how can you possibly not right? And yeah. how can you and you make your money on Game Pass and you make your money on the software side with all these new first party titles? Yeah, like that will help them. How can you possibly say, "Here's the Xbox One X for five hundred bucks. Here's something that's more powerful. It's a new kind of." We we saw what happened with PS Four at six hundred. Yeah, we saw what happened. Yeah, and now it's one ninety nine on Black Friday with Spider Man. What's going to be weird is you're. <sighs> When this releases, if if Scarlet is is capable of running at 8K, these TVs in the market aren't going to be, they're they're going to be what I guess 4K OLED costs two years well, two years ago. So like two thousand bucks two years ago. Yeah. So I'm saying 8K when it first comes out, maybe five grand. Well, at least five grand, right, yeah. for a good good size one. Yeah. Um, a high quality one. Um, you also have to have other things besides your Xbox that run things in 8K. Yeah. Netflix just got 4K for a lot of its content. Yeah. And it's, I don't know, I'm not, I don't work for them, but they also, you have to have things that can support 8K. Am I going to watch the Flyers game in 8K? No. You also have to think about HDMI interfaces. Like yes. HDMI, what is it, what they all want now? 1.4 or maybe two. Um, 
is only going to support so high of a refresh rate and so right. high of a resolution. Yeah. Um, TVs aren't outfitted with DisplayPort, unfortunately. Dude, I will never forget the first time I ever even knew what a refresh rate was. And I was at Best Buy and it sold 60 hertz. And I was like, okay. And I saw 120 hertz. So I was like, I'm going bigger hertz, baby. And I go home, I hook it up, blah, blah, blah. I put on a, a Blu-ray and it felt like the Blu-ray had blur, like motion The soap opera effect. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is this? I hate this so much. What the yeah. fuck? Get it off. So then I took the TV back and went with the 60 hertz one. And now I cannot watch shit above 60 hertz because it messes with my eyes. Well, part of it too is a lot of that is software driven. Yeah. So it's not true 120 hertz. Like if right. you go to like a micro center and look at like 120 hertz PC monitor. Mm-hmm. Oh, baby. It's it's butter. <laughs> it's buttery smooth. It's also not 60 inches. Yeah. So it's well, like it can be. My my phone. Where's that? The, yeah. uh, the Razer phone too. Like if you just open up Ah, you open up like an, a, a website, like oh, see how smooth wow. that is? Yeah. Yeah. Like that's beautiful. That's 120 Hertz. Wow. That's I got an iPhone seven. Uh, <laughs> so let's end it. We're, we are going semi long. Actually, we're pretty good pace. Yeah. Uh, Halo infinite. It will be a launch title. Um, but damn, that's a long time to wait for a game that was teased last year. I'm not surprised. They did the same thing. They, they've done it with like pretty much every Halo at this point. Um, Halo 3 especially was the one that... Um, didn't launch with 360, and well, that was a problem. It didn't launch with 360. The the cliffhanger that Halo 2 had. Yeah. And then we had, I want to say, two or three E3s of just trailers for that game. Yeah. And um, and the only reason most people bought the first Crackdown. Was yeah. The, was the multiplayer so they get the beta. beta. Yeah. <laughs> I bought Crackdown for Crackdown. Same. But first Crackdown is one of my favorite 50 games of all time. Wow. Um, what did you think of that uh, that lovely gameplay? Oh wait, I'm oh, sorry. Wait, was CG crazy. trailer. What did yeah. you, you think of the CG trailer for Halo Infinite? It was long. Uh, it was it was like unnecessarily long. That first like, half. Yeah, the first half was like. Was right, it the well, same guy? Was the same guy? Oh, yeah. The dude who woke up. It was just a time jump. Yeah, that's to, all like, that was. Beard guy. Yeah, and he thought that was he was very die. confusing. Yeah, it was to- oh, three, two, one. Spoilers for Endgame. It was like, wait, did you see Endgame? Yeah. It was like Tony Stark. Yeah. It was the, the total impression I got was, yeah. oh, that's Tony up in space. There's Captain Marvel. It's Master Chief. Like the exact same thing. But like that trailer was for the people who wanted Master Chief to say project update or pro- progress report or whatever. Yeah. Like his catchphrases. Yeah. Um, we fight. Like that's the shit yeah. that you go to that trailer for is to yeah. hear that, to see that six foot ten big ass dude. Hovering Behemoth. Over. Can I? I'm going to nitpick real quick about the trailer. And it's totally plausible. It is totally plausible that this happens. But why make the decision? So when the hologram of the mom and the baby, which was super fucking cute as the dad of a daughter now, like that shit gets me now. So like you win. Um, But like when they're doing that, they speak perfect English. But then this guy's like totally a Russian dude. And he's got this crazy thick like Eastern European accent. Why didn't the kid have that? Because she's with the mom. But the kid was Clearly, there the, the dad inseminated. Sure, yeah. You don't but know just, how old that yeah, kid is. Yeah, but just is. because no, that's not how that works. If I'm, <laughs> I know she's if, gonna pick up the dialect of her of whoever I got. Of the area. I, you I understand in. that. I understand that. But like, he's does been that in space mean, the whole time. But how does she even know him then? Like, Come, and then she and then she talks to him. Trailer. If she talks to him and they've established a relationship, that means she's heard daddy daddy long legs speak shit in Serbian. Like, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's totally nitpicky. But like, why not just give him an act like an like American accent? Why make him Eastern European for no reason other than having an Eastern European in your Halo trailer? That's all. Total nitpick. <laughs> I like. I got it. I'm sorry to nitpick to all our Serbian fans out there. But like, 
That's just my thing. So then he see he wipes away and sees Captain Marvel out there and Master Chief, and like we got it, we fight, and then you open up the door, and, and, and I like it. We've lost. I appreciate like the this this whole trailer was just like desolation and decimation, and I and I appreciate that. But meh, meh, meh. It didn't, honestly, play. it didn't do anything for me. Yeah, it was like, like, all right, Chief's in space, and then he's there, and then he says some things, and then that's it. Like, what is Halo Infinite? They say it's Halo 6, so why not name it Halo 6? I get it. You're going to make it a game as a service. It's a spiritual reboot of the Halo franchise is what they defined it as. Uh, it's a spiritual kiss my ass. Yeah. Um, it's it's like, they're, I think it's infinite because it's, this is going to be the last one for a while. And they're just going to keep updating it and yeah. updating it. And we see that with a lot of games where they go game as service. I don't want that. Again, I'm an old fart. Give me my 12-hour campaign, you know, 20 hours with Halo. Give me my campaign and I'm, I'm moving on with my day. I am not a multiplayer Halo guy. Yeah, that's what this game is going to speak to. We are going to get Blood Gulch 14 different times in 14 different iterations. And it's going to be red versus blue all day. And as much as I appreciate it, man, I'm a, I'm a campaign it out, which is what I really love about Game Pass is like when I eventually get that service, that's what it's going to be for. Yeah, is to play the campaign of the games I like and I'm out. Yep. And I'll cancel my subscription or whatever and i'll beat it quick so it cost me 10 bucks it is nice that it's the owl card like if it you know the if in the month of may there's a game that comes out that you want to play like get it in may yeah Yeah. i'm the idiot who bought crackdown 3 day one and spent 60 dollars on it i could have just bought game pass and then just canceled it fine and been just fine and then never played it again because i haven't picked it up since and i beat it in like five sittings yeah but like i haven't touched i haven't turned my xbox on since i beat crackdown 3 so like if so facto all right we're moving on xbox give it us okay oh wait i was just gonna say after this one can i use the restroom yes you can drink a big old cup of starbucks (laughs) um (laughs) sure so we'll take a quick break that you don't even know about people um give it a letter grade a c yeah yeah c for safe it was yes for safe. It was fine. There, was, there were no moments where I was like, yeah! yeah. You know, it's, just, it's unfortunate. All right, cool. We'll be right back after Chris takes a piss. <laughs> now, go ahead. We're back. Uh, all right, so let's talk about uh, coming off Microsoft. We now have Bethesda, which was later that night. Um, listen, I appreciate that Bethesda was 8.30 at night or whatever time it started because I needed something to go to sleep. I needed something to put me to sleep. Can and Bethesda I, did a great job. I'll be honest with you. Like, everyone is hating on this conference. Mm-hmm. They have had way worse conferences Last than this. year. Was it? What was Last the Last year was Andrew WK. No. The one where they, <laughs> they did. Rage. Um, or Rage 2. It was like Bethesda land. That was the year before that. Oh, my God. That was the worst thing I've ever seen. That like, was also the same year. Maybe it was 16. I'm almost positive it was like the same year you got God of War and Spider-Man. Yeah. So it's like... You were comparing it to Everything that. else was... And Sony was the, the night, night after. after so. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, Bethesda Land was pretty bad. Like, this is what I don't get. They come out. They're like, listen, we botched Fallout Loved 76. It. Loved it. Loved that. Yeah. L- listen, let's just go through it. Yeah. Cool that Todd Howard came out and took it on the chin. Yeah. I love that that game has a cool story behind it now. I love that it's got a cult following. I love that it's learning from its failure. Fuck Battle Royale. That's where I'm at. 
Yeah. Fallout 76. But I love that Toddy came out and took one of the old chinny chin. I, I want to sit here and tell you that I'm going to open up the Bethesda launcher and I'm going to download Fallout 76 and try it and be like, well, I'm a believer, but I know it's not going to happen. It's free right now. I, I know. That's why I'm saying that. Yeah. But I know it's not going to happen. Yeah. I would love to, too, but I'm not going to because I, as much as I like that Bethesda thinks they're big enough well, they are. They're big enough to have their own conference. Yeah. Like I, I like that they that we have that option, but they don't need a sixty to ninety minute conference. They just don't. They need no. a forty five minute or a direct style thing. Just give us the games. Stop with the people coming out for twenty goddamn minutes talking about God knows what. It was just to me like Blades on Switch. It's a fucking mobile game. Yeah, and it's not a good mobile. It's not game. a good particularly good mobile game. Yeah, you have Shinji Mikami. Who's calling him? This is the Resident <laughs> Evil guy. Right? This is the guy that scared the bejesus out of half of America's youth. <laughs> In the 90s with Resident Evil. This is the guy that relaunched survival horror with the evil within. And the second one's criminally underrated. And he comes out and says, we got a new game. It's spooky Splinter Cell. That's what this game was. Is it? Ghostwire Tokyo. You think that's going to put fear into the hearts of Americans? Ghostwire Tokyo? We don't Tokyo? know anything about it. Dude, we saw enough to know that this is like, this is not survival horror. No, it's not. And that's no, what this I'm is. Getting. I'm getting more of thriller kind of vibes of like, yeah. like mystery kind of thing. It'll have some spooky imagery. I'm sure it'll have some jump scares and all that stuff. They had a corgi in the trailer. They had a corgi in the trailer. So the doggos made a big E3 presence this year, but I wish, and again, I respect the hell out of Shinji Mikami for coming out and saying, we're going to do something different. Yeah. Because you gave us excellent games in the past, excellent survival horror, and you can't just do the same thing forever. But you went in the style of, Old school Japanese meets new school military tactical samurai. Every there was a little bit of everything except for spooks, and I just want my spooks. I, I get it. That's it. Shinji uh, Mikami equals it translates in English to spooks. <laughs> Confirmed. <laughs> so like, I guess that's kind of where I'm at on that. What did you think of the Mikami thing? I thought it was fine. I mean, it's one of those things that it cool. It's fine. Well, no, but no. Fine. My problem is like we we can't. Unless we get game gameplay at the, I feel like this is the point we're at, right? Yeah. Unless we get gameplay, we don't care. Yeah, it's like, so true. There are. We don't know what kind of game it is. This is what the game that we're developing, or they can come out and say we're developing a game. If you're not already familiar with the franchise, and it's a new franchise, you gotta give us how much of a shit can you give? Right. Like, you gotta see gameplay. At that yeah. Point. Yeah. Deathloop we, is another example of it. Hey, next on my list, yeah. Arcane Studios comes out and says Deathloop, and like. I like Arcane, man. Do you like Dishonored? Like those games? I love the... I, I don't play them. Yeah. But I like the idea of them. Same. It's banging. Um, didn't they do Prey? I believe so. Yeah, they did. Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. they have a good track record. And they come out and they're like, all right, we're going to do that movie with Tom Cruise. Was that movie? <laughs> Live Another Day After Tomorrow. Oh, the... the and, uh, it's, uh, it's Deathloop. It's fucking Deathloop. Death they the just movie. die and they come back and they die and come back. They came out a couple years ago. I can't think of what it is. They're doing a sequel. And a sequel to a movie where you die. That's great. Uh, but Deathloop is like two people fighting and then they keep coming back to each other. It's like Mrs. Mr. and Mrs. Smith reincarnated. And again, it was a cool, meh, not doing anything for me. Like, that's where I'm at. I yeah. respect it. It looks cool. I am not going to go within 100 feet of this game. No, I just go, cool. It's on my radar. I'll be excited when I see what it actually is. When do we see more from Ghostwire Tokyo and Deathloop? At E3 
2020. Really? Like, we're, uh, yeah. you're not going to see it at, like, Paris Games Week? No. Or, or maybe... Gamescom? Maybe uh, QuakeCon. Or really? DoomCon. Really? Maybe. Oh, because it's Bethesda. Yeah. So, yeah. we got, um, in August of last year, at QuakeCon, we got the first game... I think it was the first gameplay. Yeah. Of uh, Doom 2. Or Doom Eternal, Eternal. rather. Mm-hmm. Um, that was hype. Yeah, that was incredible. And... They were like radio silent until the C3, where yeah. they that's their big game this well, year, obviously. It looks like Doom 1, but like, yeah, awesome. Yeah, I'll take more. I'll take it. I'll take more of Doom 2016. <laughs> that game is so good. Yeah, somebody said it's like Mario with guns. I was like, why? Because you have to jump. They were like, well, there's platforming. I'm like, not every no. platformer is Mario, you fucking yeah, loser. No, that is a dumb person. So, uh, I am super excited for your opinion on this. Um, what did you think of Orion? Oh, the streaming, the streaming service. service. I need to see how it runs. So um, this is what they promised. Like, that's why I'm excited for you. Is it even possible as a tech guy? They said it's streaming with a different approach. It's at the game engine level. It's up to 25, or I'm sorry, up to 20% faster per frame. And you need lower bandwidth in order to do that. Cool. What does that mean? But like, it, it, it only, to, to it only matters if you give me metrics. Like, so we know that Stadia runs at, at 1080p at 10 mm-hmm. megs a second, right? Mm-hmm. They've managed to pull that off. Yes. But well, they tell us. They tell us they managed to pull it off. But like, hey Bethesda, what are you, what's your lowest number? They wouldn't give it to you because right. they don't know yet. So at least that that makes you think they don't know yet. Yeah. Enough of a to piggyback answer. off of that and to piggyback off of a small conversation we had last week. Now that I've had a week to to like sit on the Stadia thing, is that not the worst idea ever? What's that Stadia? Like, is it awful? Well, also no, by the no, way, Microsoft the, announced the X Cloud too. By the way, it's not the uh, the worst idea ever. The model doesn't. The model doesn't sound really stupid to you? No. 120 bucks entry. Well, so 140 get, for the founder saying get the all this You get stuff. a Chromecast, you get a controller. 120 bucks. Yeah. Plus 10 bucks a month plus to buy plus you have to buy the games. That's my problem with it is the 10 bucks a month. Just right. end it there. The buy-in is that you own a Chromecast. Right. Um, Why are you charging me 10 bucks a month and I have to buy the games? Right. Eventually, it's more than console. Yeah. Eventually. At least it's the same level. And I'm streaming as opposed to playing natively on a TV where I don't have to worry about buffering. Yeah. And my internet going And out. where's my router in the house? Like, it, there's so many different variables that come so into So many. And, like, to me, Stadia is, is they're barking up a tree with their pricing model. They're barking up. They're, give me 10 bucks off the game. Give me a $50 game or yeah. something. Because it's digital only. Yeah. It's not like you have to print me a copy. And it's not like it's going to be, a, unfortunately, it's not like you're going to. I don't know of a world where this could work. Like Humble Bundle right now, it's tied into Steam. So, mm-hmm. or like, or there's GOG as an option. But right. like, from what I understand, you're on Stadia, you're buying it from the Google Play Store. Yep. So, I mean, how often does stuff go on sale there? Like, to start, it's yeah. going to be, you're going to look at at least a year where you're paying for full price games, from what we know. I just, I just, it's such a I, tough thing. I think it's for the person that, they they're the casual player that they i would the say casual players the streamer with the chromecast That's i would tough. say that they don't <laughs> mind the subscription model yeah but like how can you not at this point like everything is subscription everything. based yeah all these cord cutters are spending more money on these subscription models than they would if they just paid for their goddamn comcast yeah. but like i think the 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 podcast that i listened to that really tied stadia together well for me that said fuck this noise was actually sacred symbols Oh, I'm sure. Like they did an episode on it, I think today or last week or something. I was like, hell yeah! Like that makes total sense. Stadia sucks. What could save them is if Microsoft and Sony come out next year and say, "Here's our next console. It runs at 8K and bells and whistles and all that." Yeah, it's 
nine hundred dollars yeah. or whatever. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Stadia is, could be sitting back and hoping that these next gen consoles are seven hundred dollars plus, where they're like, hey, one twenty. Plus, it's scalable. Yeah. Like at that point, if you, in theory, yeah, if in you theory. own a four a, a Chromecast Ultra, you don't have to worry about upgrading it for a really long time. The the thing with Stadia that has promise is the future that they promised. Yes. It's the pick it up on any device and switch it over and yeah. do all this cool stuff and off a phone into a TV. Da, 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 da. Yeah. But like, who who does that? I don't know. I don't. If I'm playing a game, I'm sitting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like not yeah. I'm not at the food store. Yeah. Like I don't need to the stream other, a game at Giant. The other thing to consider is um 5G. Like it, yeah, if and 5G when 5G lightning. comes out. It's lightning right now yeah. for like the small subsect that has it. Yeah, and I think that's part of the reason they're really starting to push this. Um yeah. because if if they can get which 5G will, it, it supposedly um I mean, right now, on most carriers, you can get 10 megs a second. So, yeah. like, you're, you'll be fine running it on 4G even mm-hmm. on, like, a Verizon or AT&T network. Right. But, at 1080. Not yeah, at 1080. But um, I think they're banking on that where, you know, look at if Japan, a large majority of their uh, gamers are in the mobile market. So, if you want to play a console game and you don't, I mean, Vita Vita's still, like, it being sold in Japan, but they're not developing. Oh uh, no, actually no, they stopped production in Japan. Yeah. So it's just switch at this point. So you're either playing mobile or you have the option of playing gears on the train on your phone. Moving on. <laughs> Doom Eternal looks so badass. We're getting it November 22nd of this year. I want the hell Ironically it. enough. Yeah, they got in the back. <laughs> Ironically enough, the switch version that they announced during the sizzle reel said coming soon after Bethesda's conference. I don't know if they probably didn't know the date yet. It, how would they not? Like that seems weird to me that they would. Because remember, Doom didn't come out for a little bit on Switch. It wasn't day and date. So like, do, is there going to be that Switch delay so they can figure out I how to make not. it work? Because Doom even ran pretty well on Switch. Yeah. Um, Panic button, I think is the name of the studio yeah, yeah, that's doing so. the port. Yeah. Um, I hope that that's not the case because, um, I feel like it hurts the sale mm-hmm. of that game. I mean, granted, like. If I'm playing Doom, I'm playing it on my PC. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I mean, I have Doom on Switch because I bought it on everything, but because I'm a loser. But um, uh, I don't know. It's just it, it always sucks. Like it's bad if you're getting the Switch tax because usually by the time that game yeah. comes out, it's not relevant. It's already dropped. It's still. How am I still paying sixty dollars for Donkey Kong Con- Tropical Freeze, Skyrim, Skyrim, and friggin' uh, Wolfenstein too? Yeah, that's that, But that's what I mean. Like it's. Ten dollars everywhere yeah. else now, and I'm still paying sixty on Switch. Yeah. So that tax is killing me. We say Switch tax as a, it's just a joke around the industry. All right. Um, by the way, what I loved about Doom, we got gameplay. Rare sight. We got you actual got a gameplay. A lot of gameplay. A lot. And yeah. guess what? People loved it. Go yeah. figure. Yeah. Uh, so Ubisoft next conference next day. This is the only one I did not get to watch live. Started high for me. This was the theme. Started high, crashed, ended high. I wouldn't say it ended high. I mean, ended, some people some people think it did, but exactly. Yeah, I'm I'm in the I'm in the uh, camp of the last two announcements were fucking bonkers. Yeah. So started with Watch Dogs Legion, uh, which basically took up about a quarter. It was of, a long demo. of the conference. It was a very long demo, and we got to see three different NPCs. One got killed. One was a granny. And then one did like a sweet little tactical mission to save the guy that was killed 
who he was going after. So, like, the point of Watch Dogs Legion takes place in London, and apparently every NPC in the entire game has a personality, and you can try to recruit them to your cause, no matter who they are. Is that too big to be true? They're promising too much. Right. They're, 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 there's no way that... Yeah. It, there's something to it. Yeah. My thought is they have a select amount of NPCs that can actually be recruited, and they just programmed everybody else to say no. Yeah. And then you'll just kill them. Or something. I got, yeah. I don't. I don't know how it's gonna work. I don't think you can actually recruit every single NPC. Yeah, that's a ton of backstories. That takes years that, of writing. That's a lot of uh, VO to have. Yeah, ton of VO. Well, I'd imagine they those a lot of characters would have the same guy doing this voice. Well, and sure. He just comes back in. Oh, Bob, I'm <laughs> Like, yeah. <laughs> they say March 6, twenty twenty. No way. No, I think that game's way farther along than you think. I do too. But if. That's not that fuck well, shit. It's June, isn't it? We yeah, I mean, you year. got nine months, right? Math is hard. Uh, yeah, six and three. Are you a bubble tea guy? Yeah, you asked me this last week. Bubble tea bet. Bubble tea bet. We're never gonna remember that. No. <laughs> <laughs> but if it gets delayed, you owe me a bubble tea. Okay. Sounds good. I like bubble tea. Nectar of the gods. I always say. <laughs> so, uh, but what I what I do like is, it's. The same game as the original Watch Dogs and the second one, but a completely different take on the same game. And I get to play as a granny. Multiple. I mean, it's very gimmicky. Totally gimmicky. But it... Um, but it's a sweet gimmick. I like... It's new. I really the like the story of... elements of it. Sure. Like, I like the fact that they're basing it off the fact that, like... Brexit. Brexit's a thing. They said Brexit. And it's a problem. Yeah. And people are going to react to it. And in history, it's been through a resistance. And like, this is our storytelling <laughs> version of that. That's God awesome. Damn. God damn, Chris. That but, was great. That was very moving. Thank you. I but I'll never that. play that game. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Me neither. And I, and I think that's going to be shocking based on something I talk about later. Uh, and then in the TV section, all of a sudden, of our podcast, Myth- <laughs> Mythic Quest Raven's Banquet from Ma- Rob McElhaney of It's Always Sunny. Uh, comes out and says, we got a TV show. It's coming to Apple. They, they waited to the very last second to say, yeah, this Apple Plus exclusive, like, yeah, oh, horrible. It doesn't even look funny. Ion Grimm, like, that's cool. I think he has a LinkedIn profile. Oh my Somebody, God, like, really I saw good, it come actually. up in Slack at some point. It's really like, good. Is that real? I. It's like when athletes, whenever, when Cody Park, you missed the field when everybody was Venmoing money. Oh, <laughs> like, so sad. Uh, but, like, okay. Like, I, I loved uh, Code Monkeys. On G4. Oh, my God. I forgot I about that I love that show. show. And then there was another, the IT crowd. Oh, yeah. Classic. I love the IT crowd. Yeah. Right. And then there was a third one I can't remember that had something to do with game development. But, like, I like that this one, but it's so inaccessible. I don't yeah, have I'm Apple Plus. Apple Plus Plus or whatever they call their streaming thing. I don't have it. So this already is a very niche audience. This, If this was, like, a Hulu or Amazon Prime exclusive, I'd give it a shot. Hell, yeah. I'd give it a shot. But I'm not going to at this point because it's Apple. Yep. Ghost Recon Breakpoint featuring the Punisher. <laughs> and and his Bam doggo. Bam the dog. <laughs> his doggo. <laughs> so they basically had John Barenthal come out. He had his monologue in game. They tease the game. Then he comes out and says the same fucking speech on stage. Then they show more of the game, which was like the theme of Ubisoft. Trailer, person talking, another trailer. Next game, trailer, person talking, another trailer. Next game. And it's like, god damn. You might think differently of... Ghost Recon games, but I don't give a shit. They said one thing that matters, um, and it's what Doggo. Wildlands didn't have. Oh, Doggo. No. Doggo. <laughs> um, 
single player campaign has uh, NPCs, NPCs that will go with The you. girl came out and said, said yeah, that. Yeah, that's a huge shit. deal. Yeah. Um, so I will definitely be picking this up. Uh, Good. Okay. Grand, yeah. Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter on 360 yeah. is like one of my favorite 360 games. Wow. I've never cared enough about a Ghost Recon to play it. Yeah. Um, but I'm open to it. And yeah. if I, and I trust your recommendation. So like, if you say this is going to be a good game, I'll say this, like when, when that first one came out on 360, that was the first, it came out of like March after 360 launched. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the first game of that console generation. I was like, this is it. Like, this is what this next generation is. What year did that come out? Oof. 2006. Was it March. early? Okay, because yeah. I was going to say, Gears was October. And yeah. that's when I was like... Well, that was when it was like, oh my god. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Friggin' Mad World trailer. Yeah. Oh god. Then we had Rainbow Six Quarantine, the other third-person co-op game or experience. I don't know. Is this like an add-on or is this a full experience? I, from what I understand, this it's is a, a separate game. thing. Um, it's a It's me. a... Th- Three-person PvP or yeah. PVE game, rather. Yeah, I'm very into the idea of that. I love PVE, but that's like the same thing as Escape and the same Gears Five. Yeah, it's like I like the trailer because it had the dude with the effed up arm. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. But then it's just like, yeah, it's Rainbow Six, and I'm like, God damn it! Like I'm for something <laughs> new that's not Rainbow Six. Tom Clancy's a great guy. I'm no, sure. I mean, if, if you, I haven't played Siege, but like what yeah. I've watched of it. Um, yeah the gameplay is really cool. Yeah. I just know I would be terrible at it, so I don't play it. I so. think a few minutes ago you said you've never played The Division or you don't know why it was on your mind. Um, I played The Division 1 and okay. I hated it. Okay, so you're not a Division 2 guy. Not so at I all. can skip that part? Absolutely. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Uh, you play Plus. We already talked about it. It is dropping in September. 15 bucks. Uh, man, if you love Ubi games, have fun. <laughs> uh, if you love other games, stay away. Like that's all I got. It's like it's another fifteen dollars a month. Jesus Christ, that's what one eighty a year. Insane. That's insane to play. Well, no, I mean, think about it. It's the cost of three games. It's the cost of three full price Ubi games. So if you buy Assassin's Creed, The Division, and whatever, Just Dance at full price, (laughs) and don't wait one month till it's twenty dollars. Yeah, and don't wait for Black Friday. Yeah. Then yeah, there you go. I'd rather wait for Black Friday. I would Friday. rather wait for Black Friday. <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay, last two. Uh, Roller motherfucking champions. We talked a lot about that already uh, in our predictions. That is real. But then the last one. Gods and Monsters. Why is everyone excited for this game? Bro. It's Greek mythology Breath of the Wild. Like, why wouldn't I be? Because you got a CGI trailer. I understand it. that. <laughs> I understand that. But it's the concept. As... Like as they Bob Rossed it to life, which I really like that. I like the like art a painting, style a and then it came. It's just like it reminds me of like Oceanhorn, the way it looks. But two twenty five twenty. That's the problem I have with this game is that that's pretty soon, right? So it's February of two thousand twenty. This is made by the team that did Assassin's Creed Odyssey, so you got a great development team. The issue is apparently this game didn't get greenlit till after odyssey so they've had like a year and a half to work on it how big is this game gonna be that's the thing yeah like, like I, I don't know everyone, what it can be like everybody says breath of the wild because of the way it looks and it was in a big open field yeah i got it yeah but like i'll be goddamned if i'm not super pumped for this game this is gonna be one of those situations where it comes out and everyone's like hey maybe we got ahead of ourselves because all we saw was one trailer and no one explained it I am ahead of myself. Yeah. I'm just letting you know. You now, and the rest of the industry. Is I am like themselves. way, way, way ahead of myself because this is one of my most hyped games of the show. I, I'm happy for it. And you. I swear to you, 
check my YouTube search history. I've been looking for four days of gods and monsters gameplay, gods and monsters, off-camera stuff, just anything else in this game. And I've found nothing. Yeah. So there's apparently not even like a behind-closed-doors demo, yet I'm still psyched just off the idea that I'm mixing Greek mythology with Breath of the Wild, and I'm I'm the happiest young man in the world. I know I, it's not going to be. I, it sounds great. It's going to be like, like the Great Plateau. Like I'm not that's getting, the size yeah, of it. I'm not getting my hopes up. I refuse to get my hopes up. I'm so up. I want it to, be, I want it to be good. My but. hopes are so high, it's kiss might kill me. <laughs> I went dashboard <laughs> confessional. I'm so my emo God. on this game. I'm so ready for this game to disappoint me, but I can't help but Jesus. give it a shot. And you'll be, you'll be surprised at where I put it in my top three because it's on there. It's on there. Wow. We, don't, we didn't have that much to choose from. Yeah, you're right. All right, Square Enix. Um, to me, this conference was literally waiting for the Avengers, and I'll tell you why. And I want your opinion. I, I disagree with that. And I want your opinion. Um, so, first of all, we could have made a drinking game out of every Fast or not Fast and Furious, Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest thing. We could have just gotten smashed. You do that every year. Every year. <laughs> um, so, I'm sure you were psyched about Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yes, it was twenty five minutes of I don't give a shit. Are you serious? That's why I'm. I that's why to me this was just get me the fuck out of it. Oh no, it it so had you. You're the Final Fantasy seven guy. I love the idea. I don't like the execution. So I'll let you handle this part. Have you played Final Fantasy seven? Yes, and it just does nothing for me. Okay. Um. No, I mean that I, story is more complicated than Kingdom Hearts. Oh, that story makes no sense. None. I just like the like the aesthetic of it. I sure. love the score. Yeah. Um. I like the, I like, the combat. Yeah. For, for its time, it was revolutionary. Yeah. Three discs. I didn't play that game until probably about four years ago. Okay, the first time um, when it, they ported it to PS4. No, I'm oh, not. the PC version. No, well, it has cheats enabled. Okay, a lot, so it. it was like fun. Okay, um, no, I uh, I'm really glad that they came out and they showed how the different like how the combat system works. Um, I like that it's a hybrid. They're not just going flat turn turn based, and they're not doing what they did with Final Fantasy uh, 15. fifteen, which. I didn't play a ton of. I played the demo and then Jess. I watched Jess play most of it, um, but I was really hoping you still got like a some kind of mix of that turn base and the real time real time combat. Mm-hmm. And I think they did a good job with that. They did, seen. and that's not like my problem. My problem is I just don't care about Cloud. I don't care about the other characters. I don't care about the big twist at the end with the Zephyroth, Zephyroth, yeah. whatever. I don't care. And this was, I put it out there on Twitter. I was like, this game looks absolutely stunning. And one of my old hockey uh, teammates wrote, I just don't care though. Wow. I wish I cared. And I was like, I'm with you. This is 25 minutes of, looks great, don't care. Moving on. Wow. And like, do I want to care? Sure. But this game is still episodic. They didn't say that it wasn't. They just said we have enough content for two Blu-ray discs and the first one could be Midgar. And here's a release date. Now, they didn't say episode one releasing March 3rd, 2020, but they didn't say it wasn't. Yeah. So I still think it's probably episode one. Don't get me wrong. I'm definitely cautiously optimistic about it because yeah. I could see this coming out and it being like, oh, yeah, it's only a 20-hour experience for $60 and Final Fantasy fans losing their minds. And you get to do it again in two more years. Yeah, that's what I mean. And they just trickle this out. So how? Let's. I like to think of this as like a let's play. When... Episode one of Markiplier's Five Nights at Freddy's comes out. It gets, I don't know, a million views. Yeah. By the time, you know, number four comes out, 350,000. Yeah. Because the audience just drops off Look when at you Kingdom have Hearts. to wait for something. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, to me, 
if this is still episodic, you will probably retain 45% of your player base. Unless it's the greatest game ever. But still, waiting another year or two, it's yeah. a long wait when all these other things are coming out. And that's, I think, Square's biggest problem. I mean, look, like I said last week, they need to find out whatever it's going to take. They need to find out how to speed up their development process um, compared to not even just Western studios, but even Japanese ones as well. Like, there's too many other players at this point. Before it was, we're putting out Final Fantasy VII. It's going to be on N64. Just kidding. It's PS1. And it was this whole big yeah. console race thing. And that's not the case anymore. Right. And um, unfor- like I, what I really hope is they're not looking at how they handled Kingdom Hearts. And they went, wow, look at the hype we built. We should do it again. What would you? How would you feel if they said we'll give you the whole game up front at once, but it's eighty? Okay, you're good. I don't care. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I just especially because they're adding content. This episodic thing just still has my just my mind wrapped around how they're going to try to make it work, and I don't say make it work. I say try. Well, and I keep trying to tell myself they did it with Hitman, and people yeah. loved how that was executed. Yeah. I don't see them turning it around that quickly. Exactly. This is not it, man. That's my concern. This is a very Japanese culture mindset that they're trying to, uh, uh, I guess, convey to dumb Americans. Yes. So, like, that's not how we operate. The Japanese, they all got up and bowed for the Sony outage. Like, that's what they do. And that's a a shame thing. That's a disgrace thing. It's just a different culture. Uh, We are, like... Jen, give it to me now. Can't wait three seconds for the goddamn thing to load. How are we going to wait a year? Yeah. Fuck this. And I could totally see, like, I think 45% of the player base might be, like, you're going to get the hardcores, 100%. But those casuals are like, oh, Final Fantasy VII. I remember that from when I was a kid. Let me pick it up. Oh, it just randomly stops and says, see you for episode two next year. Oh, and then it's delayed. It's like, fuck it. (laughs) Um, But, again, I wish I cared. And I'm super hyped for the people that do. I'm yeah. super hyped for you guys. Like, I wish you nothing but success. I wish this game was a 10 out of 10, at least episode one, a 10 out of 10. Like, I hope I'm, I'm wrong and I eat shit and they just give us all both Blu-rays, 60 bucks and say, we're sorry for everything. It's awesome. Play it. I just, I don't care. My I get R- it. My RPG limit is, ma- I'm tapped. My, my, and I get that. My thing is for Jess and I specifically. Yeah. Um, part of the basis of our relationship is literally playing like all of the Kingdom Hearts games together because she like introduced me to them. I had never played them before mm-hmm. and now it's over. So like this is like the next thing for us to look forward to be like, hey, I'm going to spend an hour at home by myself leveling up our character together mm-hmm. or, or like by myself. And then we come back and it's like, did you level up for me tonight? Thank you. <laughs> like that's what we do. So that's adorable. Yeah, we're pretty fucking cute. I <laughs> I showed my wife the first Kingdom Hearts game and she watched me play it and then she stopped. Then she bought me Kingdom Hearts 3 for my birthday, Valentine's Day. There you go. Valentine's Day. Look at that. Wow. There's a connection there. Uh, all right, Kingdom Hearts 3. DLC. No, 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 no. Before that, before that, five fucking minutes of Dragon Quest. Builders. Two. <laughs> Which I incorrectly tweeted as Dragon Quest 2. <laughs> <laughs> Like they're like, who put this up? I was like, oh god, I'm sorry. Dragon, but just Dragon Quest Builders. We got this is like, a huge game. People I know, love I know, it. but like we got five minutes of it with like the trailer with the funny, cute narration. Yep. Like Jesus Christ, we got it last year. Then we got a little bit of it at Nintendo's thing. Like again, 
Good for you guys. I just don't care. And that's this whole conference for me up until goddamn Avengers. I just didn't care. Kingdom Hearts 3 DLC, Remind, coming this winter with more people whose name I cannot fucking pronounce. What? Zigbar? Come on, man. Gosh it. Great it. I don't <laughs> care. I just don't care. So many JRPGs. And then they come out of nowhere and they're like Outriders from People Can Fly. I love Bulletstorm. I actually liked Gears Judgment. Let me talk about that. Oh, it's a game I don't give a fuck about. It doesn't look interesting at all. Summer 2020. Like, fuck out. Is it not interesting because you didn't see gameplay? <laughs> Just like I'm every sensing a pattern thing in goddamn E3 2019. Oh, and by the way, Avengers, the biggest thing, the thing we all wanted to see outside of Final Fantasy VII, we got no gameplay. There was a behind closed doors 25 minute demo. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I know it starts as Thor. I know you go to Iron Man. You're on rails a little bit. People are pissed about it. We got. Like what looked like gameplay when the Hulk smashed and ran down, da da da. But we don't see anything. There's no HUD. There was no nothing. And like you have these character models that are almost like the movies, but just a little bit off. And then you have Hank Pym for some reason. And then uh, then the voice actors come out, which I actually appreciated to to completely separate you from the MCU. I liked it. But what did you think of the Marvel's Avengers? So I'm going to sum this up in a text conversation that I did not want to post because a friend of mine is one of the writers on the game. Um, And so this is from my friend Devin. He goes, he just sent me a screenshot and then said, I'm going to buy this game. I will be underwhelmed. We will play online as various Avengers. And then I replied and said, we will expect great things. They will be okay. We will sigh about it. And I will return to Destiny 2. We'll then be told that the DLC made it better, but it won't. <laughs> I just like I again, it's a game that surprisingly I, I wanted to love and I just didn't because I don't know I'm much not about it. And it's just like you're gonna give me the guys I want to play as sweet. Oh, as DLC three years from now, awesome. But it's free. Games as a service have a huge gripe with me, and it's the fact that man, it is tough to put down a game for six months, have all this cool shit come out, and then go back to that game. Yeah. Is very difficult well, for me. No, no, in general, because then, and unless you have like the Sherpa, as I always mm-hmm. refer to it too, like my buddy Josh, again, oh, no matter how long it takes for me to take a break at Destiny, yeah. if I come back, I know he's been playing. I can be like, what is going on? Yeah. And then he can explain everything. If you don't have that person and you just get dropped, especially in like a multiplayer game, right? You get dropped in that world. It's just like, all right, well, I'm done because I'm going to die every four seconds. So my game of the year in 2018 was Spider Man. It beat God, out God of War. You're dumb. I know. But it beat out God of War. Um, In retrospect, not the greatest decision, but I'm sticking with it. 2017, I had Breath of the Wild over Mario Odyssey, too. So, uh, you know. No, I'm trying to remember mine. I don't remember. I think I did, too. Yeah, it was down to that and Golf Story. I love Golf Story. (laughs) (laughs) But in in reality, I had Spider-Man as my game of the year. And I stick by that. I fucking love that game. And I waited till all three DLC packs came out. Before I bought them and I play them. Right. So I wait, I don't know, two months after release until they come out. I buy all three. I'm psyched. 25 bucks down the fucking shitter. I'm happy. I plug it in. I got about 10 minutes into that first DLC pack. I said, I don't remember the controls. I don't care to keep going. I hate the stealth bullshit. I remember why I hated the stealth so much. I'm fucking out. And I wasted $25. Ashley, do not listen to this episode. Um, I loved it. It was totally worth the money. Uh, 
And and I was just like, I don't want to come back to this world like I thought I would. Yeah. I had my fun. I had my 20 hours. I loved every second. I stand by that the base game was the game of the year, even over God of War. But I never wanted to go back to it. And I have a feeling like Avengers is going to be the same thing. I'm going to beat whatever is available at launch. And I'm just never going to go back. A, I don't have friends. B, I prefer solo play. C, I don't want to pick up this game five months afterwards. And they say, oh, by the way, Deadpool's available. Or whatever. Hawkeye, finally. I just don't want to do it. You know what I just thought of? You have Troy Baker, yeah. Nolan North, yeah. Laura Bailey. Yeah. A stacked VO cast, right? Yeah. yeah. Are these people going to come back every time there's DLC? I have to imagine the DLC is planned and they did their lines. I would hope so. At least for like a year's worth yeah. of content. Like I have to imagine they did their VO. Like they can't do like a... I mean, granted, like Nolan North replaced Peter Dinklage in yeah. Destiny. Yeah. But like they can't have that situation again where they're like, oh, just kidding. I'm making like not The Last of Us 2, but something, you know? Like they're in other games. Yeah. I, I, I think they did their VO for a while. Yeah. And, and like, again, this is a... This is Square and um, Crystal Dynamics. Like they have to have a game plan for this. Three years. I think Disney would have to make them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But overall, what'd you think of like how it looked, how it sounded? I don't care about this game. Wow. Yeah. Like, like I was getting such. And and while you're talking, I'm gonna pull up Sam's, who's a Marvel guy, just like me. I'm gonna pull up his comments. Um, I mean. It's cool. I'm glad it exists. I'm glad we can just we finally saw it. But like I had a feeling it was gonna look kind of janky, and it does. Um, as and far by as the, janky, you mean like the character the models? character models are yeah. weird. Like they're just they're so almost there each one of them, and it's not because I'm like, oh man, it doesn't look like Robert Downey Jr. Like I just don't think they look that great. Um, Sam's top three games of the show: Final Fantasy VII, Cyberpunk, and Halo. Wow, not on the list. I did not expect that. Me neither. Um, yeah, I I'm just not I don't know. I I got DC Universe Online vibes from it, and I kind of said I think I would. Um, not that I think it's going to be exactly like that game, but just the it's too open. Like it, it's too open to be a tight knit experience. If that makes sense, it's going to be. Um, like it's not going to be as finely tuned. Right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There will be. Okay, I'm with you. I'm trying to find this dude's goddamn words while he's doing this what i what i mean by this is um you play oh, and cool. I, got it. I always do this like yeah you you play a game like uncharted or the last of us and they're you know very linear experiences and i get that they're tight they're very tight and they're very put together mm-hmm. and polished yeah and i think marvel fans are used to that because the movies are so polished and put together mm-hmm. and this game won't be that and i wonder how it's going to be received avengers looks cool but i'm not sold on it uh I don't see it being a 35-hour to single-player experience. I'm going to pass. Which is surprising to me. Because this is not like a am going to pass on a Marvel thing. So, he said, I was hype as shit. It brought back memories. Da-da-da-da-da. But I'm not sold on it. Um, let's go play soccer. So, like, uh, zero gameplay... Square Enix did. They showed so much gameplay for Final Fantasy VII. That's why I liked it, but I'm not sold on Avengers. I'll, I'll go back to Spider-Man before I play that. So that was that up until we got... Oh, go ahead. I have a question for you. Yeah. Um, there's a point in the Marvel Avengers trailer where you see a camera like floating over. It's At some point, it's like near the Captain America statue, like when they're in the cemetery or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
and it's got three prongs on it, do you think that's Doc Ock? I thought... Like, oh no, that was Marvel Ultimate Alliance, I think. Doc yeah, Ock was announced. there are rumors that Marvel's Spider-Man is going to tie in, in to it as like a, a you know same universe kind of deal. It has to, though. It like has to. Does it, though? In the same universe? It has to. I Does don't know it? if they have to cross over necessarily, but... Like, I would like to think, because one takes place in San Francisco and one takes place in New York, that there's enough space between that they could make it in the same universe and just have little Easter eggs back and forth. Yeah. Now, Spider-Man's done. Yeah. They're not going to come out with a fourth DLC pack. So it's basically just Spider-Man until we actually know, get him in the game. They came out with new DLC for Borderlands 2 in that game. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, let's get into what I think was the best presentation. I understand I'm biased because I'm a Nintendo fanboy. But I like to look at these things as equally as I possibly can. Uh, we got the Dragon Quest Heroes in Smash. That opened up the D- the Nintendo E3. Again, we talked about that. How it was on a predictions list for me. Got it right. Awesome. Uh, is that the way you would have started a conference? Yeah. Get it out of the way. Is that what you think? Get yeah. it out of the way? I'm like, this to me was like August Direct. Well, think, started there. No, E3 they, was not. They had a release date for the actual game. Yeah. I think they wanted they they're trying to push Dragon Quest yeah. uh, 11. Finally. Um there was fucking 10 games before it. I know. <laughs> what the hell square. Um <laughs> now they're really trying to push that game to the west. Yeah. Um so getting that out of the way of not only their own first party games but the stuff that they knew people were going to be excited about. We've known about this game for a while and yeah. I, I think they know that everyone's pretty much speculated that this was going to come out. Yep. Uh, then we had a blowout for Luigi's Mansion 3, but not a release date. It still so just says 2019. Weird. So weird. If When they're blowing this out and showing us all that with the narrated trailer and like all the gameplay and stuff, you, I'd have bet my house that I don't even own. I rent this motherfucker. And I'd, still, <laughs> I'd still put it up. That, that At the end of that, we would have gotten, gotten a, date. a date. And it's like, when the hell is this going to come out? I feel like it has to. If it's this year, it has to be October, October. or December. October. It has to be. It cannot wait till December. It can't be. It It'll can't be, be Pokemon. It can't be. It can't it's be November be. because of Pokemon. And right. then the week after my prediction of the 13th, we get Link's Awakening. Right. So it's not going to be September. Like, this has to be the October game. It could be August because they seem very far along. And August in Japan, there's some spooky thing to August. It's like their month of ghosts or something like that. Oh, it's like they're not like Day of the Dead kind of thing, yeah. but like I know what you mean. It's yeah. like some like cultural thing in Japan that they celebrate ghosts or spirits or something. Yeah. So they could do it then, but I also feel like August is two months away and they would have told us that today or Tuesday. Yeah, I feel like that's way too. Uh, what did you think about the gameplay? Too close, though? dude. I can't wait for this game. Yeah, yeah, I'm very excited. This like so I was already sold. Yeah, this. Did everything right to me. This yeah. game looks great. We got a lot of Gooigi. Yep. We got a lot of, hey, this is what multiplayer could be. Eight players, by the way, not just four. But they had similar multiplayer in, in Dark, Dark Moon. Moon. Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought they did. Yeah, they had similar multiplayer. It was like almost like the same thing. Yeah, but that's it, what I thought. Again, it's now at that bigger scale because yeah. it's on Switch. And we're in a friggin' hotel. I love that. I, yeah. I love the setting for this game. Then they did a bunch of treehouse stuff, and like you can go into TVs and play in movies. Mm-hmm. There's a, like a ghost director. Like I think that everything about this game, there's just more and more I want to know about it. I thought it was really good. Yeah. Uh, they introduced Dougie B in a hilariously adorable way. I actually haven't watched that with the sound on yet. Really? Yeah, I only saw dude, like a Bowser's like, oh, 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 that just sounds. Like. <laughs> and then Doug's like, no, that's the wrong Bowser. 
I'm the right Bowser for this presentation. Ah. It's just like it's Dougie B. Like, yeah. This is the this is who we wanted to be introduced to, Sans Reggie. This is the most perfect way to get Usher out the Reggie era into the Dougie B era. And yes, I'm calling him Dougie B. I'm pretty sure I'm alone in that. But um <laughs> it was perfect. It was perfectly done as an introduction. Hey, I'm going to be the face of Nintendo of America. He's a little dry. But that's because we're so used to Reggie. That's all. Because everything Reggie said was gold. Just because of what he said. It was, but I think we got... I don't know. Well, I shouldn't say that. When he first came out for the DS, he was like, this was... fucking thing is great. <laughs> like, he was just so candid about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. He had to learn how to PR speak. Yeah, exactly. Very much so. We got some Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening with, like, Zelda Maker, which is awesome. We get to make our own thing. This is them testing it. For sure. Yeah, this is them beta testing. How do we make Zelda Maker where people like it? And this is any room you've beaten in any dungeon, you can now put into your own little dungeon and players can play them. It's like, from a game that you needed to find a way to charge $60 for, that's the way. Yeah. This was a $40 game. Easily. And now they're like, it's $60 and you're going to fucking pay it. By the way, did you look at the box art? So, I looked at the box art. Have you seen the UK... No. limited edition no it comes in a steel book that looks like a game boy <gasps> what yeah we don't get that don't it's get only it. in the uk god damn it pal <laughs> oh my god no i totally missed that yeah, it's because beautiful. i was so fixated on the fact that we finally got some good box art because it's been a while especially that pokemans that pokemon box art <laughs> so bad that i was like holy shit good box art yeah um are you, you're in oh yeah so like, you're in that that uh, Raspberry Pi case I was waiting on, yeah. that's the first thing I was planning on playing on it. Now fair I'm enough. just like, I might just wait because yeah, it looks enough. so good. And it's coming soon-ish. Yeah. September 20th. Months. I can't. I can believe it because it's it's Link's Awakening. It's not Breath of the Wild too because that'll never happen. So like, uh, I can understand why it's why it's September 20th, 2019. Um, what else we get? Okay, we got Trials uh, of mana remaster and the collection the collection was shadow dropped final fantasy prequel whatever secret of mana and trials of mana again more jrpgs but yeah. damn good ones it's the first time we see trials of mana in the west are you a mana guy i was a secret of mana guy i'm no longer okay so i've never played them it's too much yeah. i give me I'll, I'll take like chrono trigger yeah and i'll take like secret of evermore i think secret of mana is good um but not i don't think it's like top 50 on wow. Super Nintendo. Okay. Not JRPG, just games. Just in general. Super Nintendo, yeah. uh, then we got the... Oh, we got like a lot of shit on three houses. Do, are you a Fire Emblem person? Do you care? Okay, I'm just... Especially talking. this one looks so... Dry. Dry and boring. And we're going to get, what, 13 more Smash characters from Fire Emblem? So great. Like, that's Can't great. wait. I'm yeah. just not a Fire Emblem I guy. I don't care. Um, I also don't care about Resident Evil 5 and 6 on Switch, but I kind of love Resident Evil 5, even though it's horrible. I actually don't. I don't mind Resident Evil. Not, I just love that Wesker on it. fight at the end is pretty good. Even though What's Her Nuts is like the dumbest person, the dumbest AI. She's character the worst ever. AI ever. I admit that the only two times I've beaten that game, both of them were full co-op. So like, I don't know the dumbness of, of what's her. I don't remember her name. I don't remember. But I don't. I don't know the dumbness factor because both times I was the dumbness factor. So I, I don't know what that's like. And as much as I love the thought of having RE4 on Switch. Um, it doesn't doesn't play particularly fantastically, and I don't think I'd be in on five or six. But if you liked the train wreck that was six or the eh, that was five, they're coming to Switch eventually. They're going to be $30, even though they're 10 years old. Plus, go fuck yourself. Uh, no More Heroes 3. 
It was a weird trailer. Of course. Of course it was. It was pseudo. <laughs> Um, did, did you, how quick did it take you to understand that it was a pretty quick? Yeah. yeah. Same. He was like, it's not, what do you say? The Jedi? No. God damn it. He says the 4th of July was the empire striking back or something. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. all right, Travis touchdown. Yeah. I got it. Understand. Moving on. Yeah. Uh, Contra Rogue Corpse on, on PS1. <laughs> dude. <What? laughs> dude. It's Contra Rogue Corp. Um, I'm a Contra nut. Yeah. So I want to get that out of the way first, right? So when I saw that big buff dude out of shirt and he's and the girl was like, he was part of the Contras. I was like, the what? Oh my god, we're getting into Contra game. And at that point, it didn't look like hot trash yet. Yeah. So I was like, I'm giving it a chance. Oh my god, a panda. But I can't really see it. Okay. Yeah. And then some he's chick with an alien, and I'm like, oh my god. And then like this bug that's like really polite. I'm like, what are they doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> what are they doing? These are the people we're supposed to be killing, like not playing as. Um, so like, what, what, what? Oh my god, it's all like almost isometric. What, what, why am I not just getting contra to move to the left and right and just shoot things? What is going on? Where is my spreader? And like, they were like, yeah, contra road corp. And I was like, you know what? I love contra so much. I'm in. Like, I'm gonna give are it a shot. Are you serious? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I was, and I was like, I'm in. And then cheap ass gamer tweeted out. Uh, the official listing for it, forty dollars. Are you serious? I was like, never mind. Never in a million years. Like that's like fifteen, twenty bucks easily. And I'm like, okay, I'll give it a shot. If I if it's two a.m. and I'm looking for something to do, <laughs> double that price for a PS One Classic. I'm fucking out. Like, wow. I would rather play the PS One Classic. Yeah. Than f- spend forty dollars. On that game, but they did shadow drop the Contra collection. I figured you'd be excited. About Ten that. Contra games in one. Went home from work, bought it immediately. Then have not stopped. Play, have not stopped playing. Yeah, I love it. I can't get past stage one in half of the games, <laughs> but I absolutely love it because NES Contra is one of my top fifteen games ever. Um, so, and to play that on the go, the go is extremely exciting for me. Damon X Machina, do you care? I want to. I, I don't, I don't, don't know what it did is. Did you play the demo, though? No, I wanted to. It was the worst. Ever. Really? I just hated it. Now, Aww. granted, we, we we have a lot of similarities, but we also have a lot of differences. Yeah. Don't trust my opinion, because okay. I went into it knowing I was going to hate it, yeah. and it just confirmed it. Like, I, I was want, very sour. I want another, like, Mech Assault-style kind of game. I don't. Oh. So, like, dude, do you know why I hate this game more than I should? Why? Because last year, it was, like, lead, it, like led off E3 2018. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah, we yeah. already had 20 minutes dedicated to Smash. So I was like, we got like 20 minutes to play with here and you're wasting my fucking time. Yeah. Give me Mario Golf. Like, <laughs> I, I, so like if this was announced at another direct that wasn't E3, I probably wouldn't be so sour on it. Yeah, that's fair. But like it just it's it, you're taking up valuable time that I could be getting other things. Yeah. And it's just not a game for me. Sure. So what about Astral Chain? Do you care? Uh, again, I want to. Um, I, I want to care. Uh, that's exactly what I wrote. Want to care, but don't. Yeah, a, a lot of platinum games are that way. Yeah, for me, like, uh, there's a lot of these beat 'em up y 3D action adventure. This Bayonetta mixed with all it's it's all of that put together. You're right. It's a platinum game. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, a, it's a platinum game. It's just like I like I like the cell shaded ish art style. I love when they speak. Their mouth does not move. Uh, I, I love that thought. But man, I just, I just, I'm out. Yeah, I'm at sixty bucks. I won't buy I'm it. Out. I'm out. Yeah. What about Panzer Dragoon the remake? Yo, 
I can't believe they're making this. <laughs> yeah, and I saw afterwards they added RE to it. So, like, they didn't put that in the trailer, just put Panzer Dragoon. Yeah. But now it's Panzer Dragoon RE. Okay. And it's a remake. That's what they're Did saying. Did they put a price tag on it yet? I, you know what? It's just for you. I'll check. This fucking guy. It's got to be, it's got to be 40 bucks. Right? If it's 40 bucks, I'll get it when it's 20. <laughs> <laughs> I was my eyes lit up like don't say it. don't say you're gonna buy it. Uh, yeah, I this is the guy that I got nothing. Captain Toad came out at forty, and I love Captain Toad, and I was like, I'll get it when it's twenty five, and then I did. Waited or you bought it at forty? I I waited till it was twenty five. I bought it at forty. Did you really? I played it for five minutes. <sighs> I was like, I just bought it for the Odyssey yeah. stuff. It's also really bad on Switch. It's terrible on Switch. Yeah. Give me the. It's a, it's a Wii U. It's game. a gamepad game. Yeah. yeah. Give me the gamepad. Yeah. The Switch version was actually. I hate the word, but it was cringy. Yeah. Yeah. I can't find the price tag for it. That's but, all right. Yeah. We're talking about Panzer Dragoon for fuck's sake. We're <laughs> spent far too long on yeah. Panzer Dragoon. Uh, let's see. Animal Crossing New Horizons. It's delayed till March 2020. March 2020. Say so that a lot. Um, but getting past, I know you're upset about the release date. Let's talk about the gameplay. What do you think? I'm in. I love the I love the change of um how they're doing it. Normally, it's this idea that you move into this town and you try to become everyone's friend, and now it's like you're on this island and make them want to come to it. And then Tom Nook charges you forty seven thousand dollars. He's a fucking scumbag. <laughs> I hate him so much. No, you know how I'm coping with this? Uh, Stardew Valley. I told myself I'd never buy it. It's on sale right now on Switch for like eleven Everything's bucks. Everything's on sale right now on Switch. It's a great time to be a Switch owner. I texted Sam. I was like, "Go buy a Switch now. You're going to buy one for Pokemon. Just buy it now. Get Odyssey for forty. Get Aces. Get Mario Kart. All Necro that shit. Necrodancer's five bucks. Three. I thought. Oh, either either the original. Way. Yeah. Necrodancer. I thought it was three. Yeah. But whatever, regardless, it's cheap. Yeah. NBA 2K19, three bucks. <laughs> um, dude, I'm out. I'm out. What? I'm out. Eight player co op. I'm out. Local and online. I'm out. How are you out? I'm out. First of all, I don't even know eight people. Second of all, <laughs> second of all, this looks like I love Stardew Valley. Like I do. I love Stardew Valley. But I was tired of that game by year two why am i gonna spend 60 dollars on a cute can you do this for Stardew me Valley. new leaf is 15 dollars right now on the 3ds as soon as i but saw I thought, it i thought i, thought of I heard it was terrible new leaf yeah no. someone said it was really bad no happy home designers bad i know that and yeah. amiibo festival or some dude shit. no get new leaf yeah it's the fucking jam i love that game all right 15 bucks 15 is that a good bucks? entry point though yeah or do i just go back it's the first the one i played really yep because I could just go back. I have a GameCube hooked up in the other room. Do you have Animal Crossing? I'm saying I could. I have a $73 gift card to Classic Game Junkie. Wow, that's a nice gift card. I traded in like 200 games to get that. <laughs> it's not He did pretty. the same thing to me. It was not, not worth pretty. it. I was like, Frank, I interviewed you. We go way back. He's like, $73. You. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want an NES, 125 I said, I will buy one on eBay. Yeah. Um, and I didn't. I got one from a buddy. Uh... Do it for me. Do it for me. Fifteen dollars. I'm down with the fifteen dollars, but like it's on 3ds. But like, yeah, like my 3ds. I couldn't tell you where it's at. The baby ate it. It's it's either under the cricket. Okay. In one of these two. Yeah. Things over here. In that closet. If you can't find it in ten in a span of ten minutes, then just give up. Just give it up. And never play Animal Crossing until you die. I, but who the hell am I going to play with? Like, I don't have... 
what 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 co-op is there for animal crossing it doesn't matter exactly yeah. like what am i gonna no, do i'm just saying you make your town you you know you fall you fall in love with isabel like the rest of us and then you know. I, I fell in love with her for smash like I'm good. She was one of my mains. You just you, you're missing out, man. I'm not. I'm on the you're, on the crack you're, addiction. You're, you're that like is Animal Crossing. You're, you're like my mom when I wouldn't eat a vegetable. Greg, it's peas. You it's, don't know what you're missing. It's I said, good I'm for missing you. Peas. I know exactly <laughs> what I'm missing. Shape, color, and taste. Um, this doesn't appeal to me because, again, I have to allocate my gaming time to something that's going to get me hype and building a town that I'm going to forget about. Is not that. Yeah, but it's so funny when you go back and they're like, hey, you haven't been here in 47 days. Where have you been? The weeds are terrible here. <laughs> We've been can, riddled with Can plague. I just play Pocket Camp? Like, how dare you? <laughs> Sorry to bring it up. Delete your Twitter. <laughs> Sorry to bring it up. I'm going to get rid of my phone, too. Uh, all right. Do you have anything else to add about Animal Crossing? Before uh, we move on. I want it now. That's it. Sizzle reel. We got Spyro, Nino Cooney, and a bunch of shit I don't care about. And Alien Isolation. Thanks, five Yo, years older. What a weird choice, right? <laughs> I'm surprised we didn't get the first one. I was watching it with a guy I work with. We both looked at each other. We're like, Seriously? <laughs> is that the right alien? Is that a new alien game? Yeah. Or is that the same isolation for 360? Like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, oh, all right. So the last two things. God damn, dude. We're already here for like two hours. Yeah. Uh I guess we got another DLC character in Smash. Not a big deal. We got oh we God. got Kazooie. And we got Banjo in fucking Smash. I knew immediately. Yeah, dude, the, the well, well, first the of all, they're all rare, rare characters. Yeah. And then the freaking Jiggy. Before so, it even flew by, I was like, this is the only reason they would do this. So like, oh yeah, because you knew it was going to be the troll thing again like they did for K. Rule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I made it a point when this happened to go watch all my favorite YouTubers reactions. I'm not a reaction guy yeah. at all, but I needed to watch them because I wanted to see if p- they picked up on the jiggy. Yeah. Cause I saw the jiggy. I was like, we're getting that's it. That's it. That's it. Three out of five missed the jiggy. Are you serious? Three out of five missed the jiggy. Two of them were groups of people. So they were probably like talking and they just missed it. Yeah. But like, it's the jiggy. It's the jiggy. It was a jiggy. Yeah. It made and if the you don't know what the jiggy is, like, then you didn't. Then you, you don't, don't need sh- banjo. <laughs> but like, yeah, we got banjo in the most teasery way ever. I love that they did the duck hunt dog thing like fifteen times at once because I love duck hunt dog <laughs> uh, and a trolley bastard. But the question remains: that when's the last time you played Smash? Like, legitimately, not just picked it up for one game. Uh, probably two months ago. Two months it ago. It was when I, the esports stuff. I was playing it like every day. So, you haven't played it in two months. Are you going to wait till fall to when Banjo comes out and then play it again at that level? Or are you going to play like 10 Banjo things and you're like, I'm done? This was the same thing I said to Jess. We were walking in the Phillies game the other day and I was, she was like, How excited are you? And I'm like, I'm excited for the possibility of what this could lead to. Yeah, but the other two characters. The reality of it is. When Joker came out from Persona 5, it was like, oh man, this is so exciting. I played as him and I was like, wow, he handles like shit. And then I never went back. I never, I played one. I played two Piranha Plant, one Joker, and I haven't touched any other DLC character. Because if Banjo was in the base game, that's it. Yeah. That's it. I'm still playing it. If I haven't played Smash outside of those three matches. Two Piranha Plant, one Joker, since the day she was born six months ago. It's never the same unless you have people to play with. It's not. It's just one of those games. Like, yeah. you need to have... And unless you're like, I'm super into fighting games, I'm going to do online multiplayer with, with the LAN adapter. Like, Or you're practicing for, for a tournaments. Tournament. Like, my wife got me the GameCube adapter. Yeah. 
it's still in the box. Yeah, like it's a shame. Yeah, it's a real. But shame. I get it. I know I'm in the same boat. Like I have a couple buddies that I go to their house. We play fighting games. And that's what we do. Yeah. But like, if I'm not with them, I'm not playing the game. Right. And it's like it's it's a shame because I'm gonna I can't. It's it's more like you said the thought of what could happen next. But even what could happen next, it's cool that it's real. I just don't know how much I'm going to practically use it. What a banjo game? No. Oh, I mean, just like who's coming next in Smash? Oh, like oh no, that's more what I was referring to. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Sora could have. Oh, you were talking about no, banjo the, game. The banjo game. Yeah. Like Sora could happen. Yeah. Realistically, probably not. Probably, but like yeah. Sora could happen, and that'd be hype. And I'd play what five matches. Like yeah, this isn't enough for me to go back and make Smash in my regular rotation again. Even though I have it digitally, I don't even have the physical copy, yeah. so I can very easily anytime just play it. And I'm just like. I mean, as, as much as I love Banjo, it's great for the game, but what's it do for me? I'll play it because I'm hype and I wanted it for five years, but like, that's it. I could see myself doing it for like an entire weekend, nothing but that. Yes. And then like, okay, I understand the moveset. It, it's so faithful. Great. Like, this is amazing. The character the, model's dope. Grant Kirkhope did a great little soundtrack thing yeah. for it. I love it. And then I'm out. But that's yeah. every Smash release. Exactly. Because unless you're playing, you have people to play with, then. Yeah. And I have three people to play with and fucking it's like it takes like six months of planning to have one dude's night yeah so like <laughs> i don't but even know. the the gatorade get hype moment of it being a thing is of watching so hype. watching the oh nintendo God. world store reaction of the guy oh, eating God, his shirt so cool like, and he like lifted it up and, yeah and they're on breath of the wild too and he's still parading his shirt around <laughs> and people like sit the fuck down yeah that was cool man and you know what in february 2020 when all five of these characters are out depending on who the last two are that's when I'm probably going to know when it's all said and done. This is the final roster. That's when I'll go back and I'll play it for another month. Yeah. Man, I played that game so goddamn much when it came out that I haven't finished Spirit Mode because I played so much of it that I was like, I'm done. This yeah. is fucked. Yep. I'm never going to beat it, it felt like. Yeah. But again, hype as shit moment. Yep. Not taking that away. Breath of the Wild 2, last announcement of E3, last or oh, the conferences at least. How long did it take you to understand that this was Breath of the Wild 2? Did it take until? The, no, I the pretty thing. much assumed right away, and the only only because of the conversation you and I had, mm-hmm. because you you were the one that you know, I, like we both said, if they use the same assets, that's the only way I see that this works. They're not right. going to release more DLC for that game. Yeah, I know we talked about it, and the logical sense was, I think you said, end of the Switch's life cycle is when we get the yeah. sequel, and that's where the good conversation came up. Of it could be just a flat out Breath of the Wild, like. Here you go. But we have new characters. Yep. So again, it's the same art style, same asset, same engine. But like we have new characters. And apparently Hyrule Castle is blasting off into space or yeah. something. Like so do we're going we ha- Avengers 2 on it. But do we have – so do, does that mean we have the same assets? Or do we just have an engine that they have to build well, now, everything new? I mean you saw you saw Hyrule. It's the same Hyrule Castle. It's the same – I understand that. Yeah. But are we, are we playing in Hyrule? Because it's blasted off. Is it taking us to Terminus? Termina or whatever that was in Majora's oh, Mask. I don't know. Like it could take us to a whole different place where we have an engine built and we have, you know, some NPC assets. I mean, really, Zelda assets are not difficult. It's yeah. A, a long face, pointy ears, eyes that look like Eric Cartman when he's angry, and a voice that goes, and then you just type in whatever you want. <laughs> like it's not that difficult to make a Zelda NPC. But uh, this is a 2021 March. What gear is it? Yeah. Uh, uh, tw- uh, I'd oh, hate wow. it. I hate it, but you don't think this is 2020. They'd have said no, 2020. It's not. it's not. Now in development, you're looking at 
Two years, three years. Three, three at minimum. I okay, but that means that you're right. Then it would be an end of the Switch life. And the cycle. only reason, the only reason I say that though, is because think about when we first saw Breath of the Wild. 2015 was supposed to be a Wii U game, yeah. just Wii U. How many times did that game get delayed? Three, four. It's so, like Crackdown Three. That game got delayed four times. Granted, they have the formula figured out. If they use the same map, the turnaround time, great. Yeah, that. But like. If you wait till 2022, which will be three years out from now, that is uh, five years since the Switch is out. That's almost its entire life cycle. That's really weird to me that they're going to release Breath of the Wild 2 five years into the system's life cycle with only two years left. You might as well do what they did with Breath of the Wild and wait till the next one. The difference being that Switch is selling like hotcakes to where the Wii U is hot trash. But think about uh, Twilight Princess and Skyward Sword. This is also very true. I thought we were going to be getting a Skyward Sword remaster before we got a breath of the wild too so i will take this all day long and probably still can i think i'm probably up yeah, that I thing can, save yeah. as switch the and, uh the motion is what and the like yeah. how how designed around that that game is is what's gonna kill it absolutely correct um yeah gatorade hype moments though these last two things for the direct were just that was off the wall bonkers i was basically crying in my office yeah over because Breath of the Wild is my favorite game of all time. Yeah, favorite it overtook Bioshock as my favorite game of all time, and Bioshock's been my favorite game since 2006. Yeah, so it's like or seven, so it's like ten years plus of it being untouched. Andrew Ryan Rapture twist golf club face Breath of the Wild happened, and yeah. it, and that took me almost a year to beat, and it was like goddamn magical, and uh, to think that I get to return to that. I hope it's not co-op. I hope it's not. Because I don't want it. Yeah. I don't want it. I'm cool if I switch between the two. But in reality, I just want more Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yeah. And I, I want another 125 hours. Oh, my God. Fuck. Oh, my fucking God. All right. So that's E3. That was the press conferences. Do real quick of our top three new, new games announced at 2019 E3. Breath of the Wild sequel. That's your number three. No, that's my number one. Okay, start Sorry. at three. All right. Start at three. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. It's also my number one. Honestly? Yeah. Rainbow Six Quarantine. <laughs> Fuck. Tactical co-op for the win. Uh, dude, it's okay because my number three is Watch Dogs Legion. So weird. Because we just didn't have that much. Yeah, like, but that's what I mean. We like, both I, said we're never going to play it. You yet texted still... me this of like, look up the newest announcements. And I'm like, there were like six there was not a lot there's not a lot Uh, so i don't know a game i'm never gonna play made my fucking list that's how bad of an e3 this was yeah what was your number two outriders god damn it i'm shitting on it only because i love people can fly i love people i loved bull i mean granted like the writing of bulletstorm is horrible i love the duke nukem thing too they did no duke nukem yeah duke nukem was in it yeah i loved bulletstorm what a friggin the moment to moment gameplay in that game is incredible whip kick shot yep oh my god combos galore number two skatebird which one the tony hawk where you're a bird you're actually a bird skatebird instead of skateboard i don't think i saw this i was just kidding it's gods and monsters okay i was like what the hell is that it was actually a thing skatebird is Is it really it's a real did you see this wave race clone no. In the it was in the kind of funny showcase. I don't know what it's called. I fast forwarded very quickly through the show. It wasn't very good. It was not very good. No. Uh, that's where I think Skateboard was. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Skateboard is a real thing. But God and Monsters is my number two. I again Greek mythology, um, a smaller in scale Breath of the Wild. I think it's more of the idea of Breath of the Wild 
not necessarily the scale of it. It's the idea that you can go anywhere, do anything at any time. But we don't even know that that's true. It's just what yeah, people are saying I'm not about, it. about it. Um, I'm super psyched, and this is going to be a waste of sixty bucks, and I can't wait. Oh my god! What's your number one Breath of the Wild two? Breath said? of the Wild two. All right, cool. Um, I did really quickly go through my game of the show and my biggest disappointment of the show. Game of the show overall, uh, including it could have been beforehand, it could have been announced beforehand, but just what game had the best overall presentation for you throughout the entire show? I almost want to say Final Fantasy VII. Okay. It's the one I paid the most attention to. It's completely legitimate. Um, and honestly, we didn't have a lot of moments in any conference, uh, except for maybe Doom 2 is probably like mm-hmm. neck and neck. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, most of these conferences, it was either trailers or them talking about, Ooh, it's coming. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then what was the other one? Your most disappointing game. Most disappointing sure. game. Um, the lack of a Banjo-Kazooie. <laughs> <laughs> so he picked a game that wasn't there i i went with two games that were at the show my game of the show i said it earlier it's not the conventional choice bro luigi's mansion 3 oh that's a good actually yeah get fuck rainbow six yeah <laughs> get me luigi's mansion yeah but we knew about that no i know but that's my point i think it oh, showed the best out of every game at e3 that is the game i let went in liking and left loving it's the game I'm looking forward to most. And it's one of the games we knew so little about and left knowing We got so one much. quick trailer. We knew it was a hotel based off of the pull yeah. away from the first trailer. But coming into this trailer, this show, I was like, okay, we're going to get some stuff. And then two minutes, we're going to get a release date. Then we got 20 minutes and two Treehouse segments. And I'm like, fuck. I'm ready to play that I'm game. I'm so ready to play that game. Yeah. So yeah, for me, the sh- game of the show was Luigi's Mansion 3. And my least, well, my most disappointing game of the show Arguably one of my favorite franchises ever, Gears 5. The presentation of it was really so lackluster. So weird. It was like, like, I don't care about Mixer and you playing online yeah, with AJ Styles. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do Mixer. I don't care about this escape mode. I don't care about horde mode. I don't care about arcade mode, although I am interested to hear what it at least is. I wanted a 5-10 minute gameplay demo, which they've done for almost every other Gears game. Yep. Give me a little slice of the campaign and let me see what it's about. And I don't know what the fuck it is outside of Kate is going to be a locust. And it's like, <laughs> great. Like I can't wait to be JD and Mark. Ugh, just fuck. God damn it. And you know what? I'm going to buy it. I'm going to beat it. I'm going to probably like it. But this did absolutely nothing. Like, let's put it this way. I can absolutely wait for September 10th. I don't like that they're treating it like it's an... I'm going to say like a Call of Duty. Like, they're treating it like it's this annualized franchise for some reason. Where it's like, yeah, we're making another Gears game. And like, like it's not a big deal. Yeah. And it is. Because it's their only first party game. The other two things that came out of E3 that weren't... um, that weren't conference related is Konami is making a well two of the things I noted they're making a Turbo Graphic 16 Mini that was so weird it's so weird but I'm in okay I'm not gonna buy it is Box like, Adventure on it yes okay absolutely Box Adventure and today even though we kind of knew it already Spawn was officially announced as a DLC character for oh Mortal I didn't Kombat hear 11. about that yeah he's officially announced him and Sindel I think were announced today did they show the character models they showed a 3D like punch out wireframe looking one. Is not a full character model. Uh, that was it. I mean, that's our huge E3 blowout. Excuse me, I spit again. It's been a while. I haven't eaten today. Uh, our E3 coverage is done till 2020. This is crazy to think. This is my favorite time of year, and I leave it disappointed. Overall, I give E3 2019 like a D. Yeah, a D for disappointing. Yeah, I mean, the the two two biggest things for me 
Banjo and Smash, just and, because it happened. And Breath of the Wild 2. Breath of the Wild 2. And, well, and just the fact that we're getting Link's Awakening so quickly. This is also true. Yeah. And all three of them are Nintendo. Go yeah. figure. Yeah. Because, again, they're not at the end of their console life. Like, yeah. we want to really point that out. We know it. They're not at the end of their console life. Yeah. Uh, but, Chris, dude, thank you. Thank Thanks you for having much. me. Appreciate you again. coming on. Uh, Sam is home from Ohio. He's resting from his long time there. You're going to see Dave Matthews tomorrow night. Is he really? Yeah, he always does. He never misses a Dave show. Oh. Gotta love him for that. Uh, but he'll be back next week for episode 140. Again, Chris, thank you so much. Uh, so we will see you next week for episode 140. Look forward to uh, the Ion Ryan Show episode 2 dropping this Tuesday. So we'll see you next week, episode 140. Thank you very much. Have a good week. And we network has a brand new patreon that's right we're asking for your help and you could do it for as little as a dollar a month don't fret all your favorite shows will still be available for free as always but you can get exclusive podcasts and more not heard anywhere else but on our patreon to sign for the eso network patreon's easy all you have to do is go to esopodcast.com and click on the link with your support of the eso network it's you who will reap the rewards This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.